Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Hello! Hello. Welcome to, to episode 40-something. 40 but you don't Four. look a day over 30. Oh, thanks, girl. You're welcome. This is Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. Maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast where we are going to tell you the entirety of the movie, spoilers and all, and play a little game while we do it. See if you can stay alive. Yeah. Eric pointed out that if people are just tuning in to our later episodes, you have no idea what we're talking about. Spoiling the fuck (laughs) out of a movie. And we talk about basically the opposite of horror movies for about 20 minutes <laughs> so he was like maybe explain what you are so that's what we are guys we're oh right. yeah the first 20 minutes we don't know what we are we're just uh we're just talking to our friends who yep. are you uh, and you weird no Hi. i mean not you ketrin oh well, you ketrin <laughs> <laughs> i meant you people yeah i get it you who's listening with your earballs i get it now thanks Fine. Use. Look, I'll go back to my roots. <laughs> when I grew up in Philly, we'd say use. You would say use if it was like a plural amount of you. Of you? Yeah. Like That's we'd be so like, bad. what are you doing? If you were talking to multiple yeah, people. Yeah, like what are you doing tonight? Oh, interesting. So you wouldn't say you guys. No. Weird. And you wouldn't say like oh, a lot of time I'll say that and people will be like, yeah, use guys, which is like a New York thing. Like I think my cousin Vinny, like he says that a lot, but that's like a New York thing. And I'm like, no, 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 just use. Interesting. Use just you plural, use. Interesting. Yeah, we. Makes complete sense. We didn't ever, I've never pluralized the word you. You're before from the other side of the room. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We do um, use the royal we. <laughs> 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 well, cheers to yous. Cheers to we. China holes out. Tits up. Oh. <laughs> oh, I can't decide which was more abrasive, that shot or the royal jelly concoction <laughs> that you gave me. I gave Ketrin some of the extra joss that I had on some previous episodes that was low-key crack, yep. so I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I'm already feeling a little crazy. It really tastes um, like sweetened asshole, though. It is truly disgusting. Oh, do you eat a lot of asshole? 
good one. <laughs> Touche, bitch. <laughs> that was really good. Um, anyway, do you want to sing a song? Do we have a song to sing? Yeah. That's great. I would like to sing it. Ready? Yeah. It's for who? Robot Funk, who ironically like won the thing like oh my last god. week. Won the yeah, mug. I was like, why am I? Oh my right. god, that's so fun. We hadn't even sung their song yet. So oh my god, you get a song that's just end a mug to bro? say like, I mean, if you haven't written a review yet, get it in. Yeah, because you could win. I don't know. It's a random drawing. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe it won't just be mugs next time. Maybe it'll be something else. Who knows? That you're going to win. Yeah. Want me to give you a little robot accompaniment? Yes. <laughs> Here we go. Boop, boop, beep, beep. Boop, boop, beep, beep. Robot. Boop, boop, beep, beep. Boop, boop, beep, beep. Robot, 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 funk, funk. Thank you, funk, robot. Boop, boop, beep. Yay! Thanks for your review. Thank you so much, robot funk. Yeah. So I did want to share. I wanted to give a little shout out. Okay. To my amazing husband who makes this podcast possible 100%. in many, 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 many ways. But also because our five year anniversary is tomorrow. Oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. I'm really excited. We've had a a rough couple of years and I feel like it's made our really I'm gonna throw it's made our relationship stronger <laughs> and I just love him so much and he's just the best and he's such a good brother-in-law to Kim which is what I consider him and I just I love you babe so it's five years married and then on June 15th it's gonna be 10 years together a fucking decade together that's gonna make me cry too because that's very sweet yeah and I mean it makes me want to cry for being alone as well but (laughs) mostly because it's sweet and I love you I love you too but also because I'm alone (laughs) because then I'm like cool 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 so then seven years since I've been (laughs) Sad and alive. Great. Burnsy. You, but you, having seen the trajectory of your life over the last seven years, you're a different fucking person. You're a fucking ascended being in uh, such a beautiful way. Thank you. I agree with that. Yeah. So thank you for making my anniversary shout out about what an ascended being you are. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, mean, you know, I just always know how to bring it back to you myself. Do. You're, you're really, it's, it's just, a talent. But yeah, anyway, happy anniversary, Happy anniversary Eric. to Ketrin and Eric. I love you. Oh. oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Guys, that's supposed to be a bell. Kim doesn't know how bells work anymore. There it is. You're the devil ding. There it is. And Thanks thank for you, Eric, that. for everything you do. We love you. Love you. Did you watch a movie? I watched a movie, and we should get in, because it's a, it's a, a long one. A doo- doozy woozy? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I watched this movie... At least over a one and a half to probably full two week period. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> it's really wonderful. I just, I, I had a lot going on. Sure. And then I, like, I watched it at multiple airports, my house, hotel rooms, <laughs> like, it's just everywhere. Were you able to cohesively bring it together? Like, when you were, we'll when, find out. All right. Let's, <laughs> you know what? Let's just swan dive right into this. The good thing is, it's not the first time I've seen it. Ah, uh, oh, ah, uh, ooh. Do I? No, oh. it's not what you're thinking, but it's still really good. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I think she was thinking it was it, which yeah, it's not. I was. It I like is. that you interpreted what just happened to <laughs> yeah, me over no, here. I, heard you're talking about. <laughs> I figured I would translate it for the people. Yeah, thank you. Um, for yous. <laughs> so this is you. Poltergeist. <gasps> oh my God, I'm so excited. 
which I just assumed that Ketrin had seen and she had it and then like she apparently told me before and I guess I glazed over and then she told me again very recently and I was like get the fuck out of town I was like I'm doing it immediately well I think a couple people have asked me this like why is it that I that either of us or whatever mostly me haven't seen some really iconic movies right it was never a choice it was more that like a lot of them came out before i would have would have been old enough or would have wanted to see them this was made in like 1982 yeah yeah. and then once you get to a point where like new stuff is coming out like yeah there's just other things you watch yeah and i as i said didn't always have people to watch horror movies with so it's like going back into the sort of file cabinet of old movies. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll get around to watching it at some point. And then once we started the podcast, I was purposely avoiding watching things. Yeah, now we don't watch things and that's where we're doing it for the podcast. Yeah. Well, this one holds like a little place in my heart. Okay. And I say that about it a lot. And then when I like came back to this one, I was like, I almost feel that way more about this one. Really? Yeah. And in a weird fucking way, I also think this might be actually where my fear of clowns maybe started. Really? Or they were like, coinc- they coincided with it. And oh I was my like, gosh. good damn, maybe that's even why it was more scary because I might have seen this first, but I can't really remember. Right. But one of my aunts, who has since passed away, mm. Aunt Peggy, she didn't have any children. And so like there would be times where I would just go to her house and like spend weekends there. Aww. Um, And she was like, just the fucking best. And we'd like go like shopping and just like hang out. And like, it was just like so nice. And like, it was actually like, and it would be just me. Cause mm-hmm. like, that's the other thing too, is like, I well, cause you were the baby like, of the baby. Thousand, yeah. And I was like one of the only girls of my generation right. in my big ass family. Yeah. And then even like my immediate family, there was just like a lot of fucking kids. So it was also kind of nice to just go be like the only one. Yeah. You know? Get your own um, attention. So ironically, one time I was there, I remember being there and watching this movie and I just like was like, I love this so much. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> do, you, do you think um, you have a sense of how old you were when you first watched it maybe? Um, I don't know if it was the first time I'd seen it, but I, rem- I it br- this movie reminds me of that moment. I was probably like 12-ish or something okay. like that. Like somewhere between, yeah, probably 12. Yeah. That makes sense. Because okay. it was like old enough to like be kind of like going out and shopping and stuff and like being a little bit of a person. Right. But because like that is kind of what happened is like I but then I was like getting to that age of like having friends where I'm going out with them on the weekends and stuff. So it's like I kind of stopped like going to her house on like a week. Like right. not that we did it like that often or anything, but, but like you, it would kind of be like, oh, I want to hang out with my friends. Totally. You know, instead of going to do that. But so this is for you, Aunt Peggy. Oh, Aunt Peggy. R.I.P. It also made me realize the only thing my parents were ever weirdly strict about when I was younger was watching movies that were outside of the rating of the age that i was so right, that cut right, me right. off from seeing a lot of stuff in this area yeah. i don't know what this is rated but because this was made in 1982 okay. and the story and produced by steven spielberg i don't think i knew that right yeah i, I just he learned my words it's i don't know by, like tobe hooper who um did like texas chainsaw massacre okay so it's it's interesting you'll yeah. see and you'll you'll like feel that a little bit too so, okay, here we go. Poltergeist. The OG. Woohoo! Dead or Alive. Shit. Okay. Carol Ann. Oh. Dead. Robbie. Dead. Dana. Dead. Mom. 
Alive. Dad. Dead. Boss. Boss? Like someone's boss. Dead. Mustache. <laughs> dead. <laughs> glasses. Oh, gosh. Mustache and glasses are both dead. <laughs> Dr. Fire. Dr. Fire? Oh, he's alive. He's fire. Is she? Oh, she fire. She's alive. <laughs> and Tangina. Tangina? Mm-hmm. That's a boss name. Dead. Okay. So we start with hearing the old classic Star Spangled Banner. Ah. And it's a close-up of like a TV question mark, but it's like kind of blurry and we're like slowly zooming out. Got it. And we're seeing kind of like the one of those like war memorial statues and hearing kind of like the end of the Star Spangled Banner. Okay. And then it cuts to like, like it does that whole thing and then it's like a fuzzy static TV. Okay. So then we see we're in a living room. There's a guy like kind of like asleep on a chair and then there's like a really cute golden retriever that kind of like comes up to him Aww. but he's asleep and then we follow the golden retriever like around the house and it kind of introduces us to everyone it's oh, very cute. oh that's cute. it's really like a very cute. cute um you know film tactic i feel like um so the dog runs up the stairs do i need a trigger warning about that dog no okay great okay runs up the stairs spoiler alert the dog is alive great thank you <laughs> so um the dog's running up the stairs what if I was just like making you fall in love with this dog oh! and I killed it? That'd be so mean. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. He's like yes, the cutest little golden retriever. Aww. Oh, I might. We'll see. I don't know. I can't <laughs> yeah. decide. I'm on crack. Yeah. I feel the crack. I feel, crack. I feel it cricking in. I know. I'm feeling it. I feel it cricking in. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I can't tell if I'm feeling cracked or a little buzzed from. Am I cracked or I buzzed? Know. I know. I feel both. Am I buzzed crack? We're having this a little buzz crack going on. So <laughs> sure. I feel it too. Yeah. This is fun. So. Great. All right, so Golden Retriever goes up the he stairs. He goes upstairs, and then there's a lady asleep in the bed. He goes into another room, and he starts, like, licking. Kind of, so this feels like a family. Like, okay. the guy downstairs felt like dad. This felt like mom. He goes into another room, and he's, like, licking the hand of, like, a teenage girl. Mm -hmm. And then he goes into another room, and there's, like, a little boy asleep in that room, and then a little girl. Um, they share the room together. And the we stop on the little girl, and she opens her eyes and sits up. She goes downstairs and she goes to towards like the static TV. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, it's very, it, this movie is very made in 1982. Okay. In all of the best ways. Okay. Um, so there's kind of like, just like blinking TV light a little bit, like, like throughout. that blue light there's, of yeah, the TV. And it's like yeah. almost like strobe light a little bit. But like, yeah, there's like a lot of, oh, I should also say, I think for, I think for all of the questions, so A, you have a total of possible 34 points plus one bonus point. Okay, cool. So you got a lot of things going on. And that was um, including the dead or alive? Yes. Okay. There was 10 dead or alive, I think, which is a lot. But I think for the purpose of this film, you are going to change who you are, but like the purpose is to stay alive and keep your family alive. Keep my family alive and keep myself alive. And will you be willing to tell me who I should be in yeah, each yeah, question? Yeah. I'll always okay. tell you who you are in each per in like each time. But like instead of like, <laughs> you know how we're ruthless bitches now <laughs> yeah. that like we're trying to when stay alive all yes. the time. That's basically what we've realized through forty some episodes of this podcast. <laughs> is that here's how you stay alive: become a ruthless fucking yeah, and beast. Say, Boy, bye. And just be to like, anyone. sorry, everyone else. <laughs> um, saving myself. Yeah, 
But um, this I actually need to keep this, the family alive. I think we're going to, the goal is going to be to like keep yourself and your family alive. Okay. That's actually more natural to me. Yeah. I feel more so, equipped to make those decisions. Yeah. So we'll just continue with that. So okay. anyway, the little girl goes downstairs and she starts and she just like stares at the little static TV. Mm-hmm. She walks like right up to it and just like sits in front of it and stares at it. And then she's like looking at it and she's like, hello, what do you look like? <gasps> She's talking into the TV? Yeah. And she says, talk louder. I can't hear you. No, no, no. And then we kind of see like the house starting to wake up. It's still like the middle of the night, clearly, you know, but like she's talking. She's like yelling into the TV being okay. like, talk louder. I can't hear you. Okay. So the dad kind of wakes up. Other people kind of wake up. That's why <laughs> your whole movie last week, I was like, creepy kids. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, everyone- so the dog was running through the house at nighttime? Yeah, this was night. Oh, everyone was sleeping. Okay. I kind of was thinking it was morning. Everyone was waking up. So no, no, that's no, no. why. Uh, sorry. It was, I would say it's night, night time. Okay, great. All right. So they all kind of walk downstairs because they were like hearing her and they're staring at her. And she's still just sitting at the TV talking to the static saying, five? Yes? Yes? Nope. I don't know. Nope. I don't know. And then she puts her hands on the screen. <sighs> Oh, that's the picture that I have right. in my head. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much all I've ever. That's her. Okay. So a little blonde girl with bangs. Yeah. So cut to a landscape of this big, beautiful valley with like houses all down like in the valley area and then like green hills around it. And that's okay. when the credits start rolling. And it's kind of like this peaceful suburban music and like kids playing in the street, like with like bikes and race cars and like you know just suburban utopia exactly and we start following this guy now who's like riding a bicycle carrying a case of beer like in a thing (laughs) and and he's like driving his bike and some race car they kind of like chase after him and he like falls off the bike and the beers start like scrattering a little bit it all happens very quickly he like grabs the the beers and runs inside to like our house okay and all the guys are in there like watching a game so it's like dad and all his friends dad is Coach. Remember Coach, the movie Coach? Craig uh, T. Nelson. Yes, who I actually have the most affinity from uh, Parenthood. Parenthood. I never watched it. Oh, Bernie. I know. And everyone says that exact reaction and they're like, you got it. And I was like, I should just carve out some binge time. You should carve out some binge time. You also would need to like buy stock in Kleenex no. prior to doing I think that's it. why I don't is because everyone's just like it's you're exhausting gonna, even though I love those things yeah but if I are if I know that's what it's gonna be it's exhausting and I have like I'm like I need to commit like because how many seasons was it I need to commit to like however many seasons yeah and know that I'm gonna cry every time like that's a lot of every that's time. a lot of and commitment it's, and it's different kinds of tears for sure like, yeah it's it's it really kind of like this is us yeah, kind of yeah. like this is us. That's why I haven't. Like I cry every time, even if it's a good thing. Yep. It's why I haven't watched the most recent season of This Is Us because I'm just like, time. I I don't have it in me. Cry every time. Yeah. Eric would always, Eric knew that I had just watched Parenthood or This Is Us when he came <laughs> home because I would just like, be like, <laughs> and he was like, Parenthood. And I was like, <laughs> he's not even like, are you okay, honey? Is something yeah. wrong? And he's just like, Parenthood. Yeah. And you're like, Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I, but yes, coach. I, yes. Uh, so he's coach. Oh, I love Should it. I call him co- coach. Coach dad. That's cute. Um, and mom is uh, Jo Beth Williams. Do you know her? Um, I wouldn't by name. She's kind of like, you would recognize her face and she's having everything. And they're like so good in this. Okay. I really think they're like 
wonderful. Like the acting is good in yeah. this movie. Oh, that makes yeah. me happy. No, I and I find them to be wonderful, like together and as actors. Like I just find them to be a really. It's a. I mean, I I guess you know it's Spielberg <laughs> wrote it. I mean, like that's you, what I was just. It's about very to say. good. They're very like their relationship is very strong. It's written very well. Yeah, that's actually we're gonna talk about this in our Q and A postmortem. But one of the things that. I like about horror movies is horror movies that don't forego character and character relationships. relationship more than anything. Yeah. Cause that's how you make, that's how you care. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't care if you die. I, if, really if I don't, don't care. care about I you. truly don't care. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't make me care about you. Then I don't care. If you I, die. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And you care so, so much. much, even just like a fucking golden retriever introducing you to each character sleeping makes me want to, I immediately cr- am just like, how cute, sleep. how yeah. cute. Oh, I love them already. You know, yeah, that's yeah. perfect. It's fucking magical how sometimes it happens All right, so well, quickly. I'm in, I'm in love with them already. I'm there. So they're watching the game. Mom is upstairs making the beds. She's like tripping on toys and shit. And then she's like in the kids room, like the littler kids. And she like looks at the bird cage and the bird is dead on the bottom. <laughs> no. Um, and she's like, oh shit. And it's like a little like tweety yellow bird. And she's like, couldn't you have just waited for a school oh, day? No. <laughs> Cause she's, I feel like she was like, I could have just bought a new one. Oh God. So now she's like, fuck, they're going to know. Um, I know. I know I'm sidebarring all over the place, but I have to mention this. I had birds when I was a kid. You did? We've never talked about uh, this. I know. Is they they were named. Yeah. <laughs> they were named Sky and Finch. No, Sky and Jack. That's what it was. They were Finches named Sky and Jack. And I was still losing my teeth. This is why I remember it. And I lost a tooth and my parents, bless their hearts, forgot to put money under my pillow. Right. So I woke up the next morning and I was like, the tooth fairy didn't bring me anything. Was I bad? And that's when my mom had to be like, I'm so I fucked up. I'm so sorry. <gasps> the tooth fairy is how I found out too. But then, so I was like, sad about the tooth fairy like not existing but then also like whatever then I take the handkerchief off of the bird's cage because you had to put handkerchiefs <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah to sleep I yeah. know and they were dead both of them no <laughs> yeah what did you do Catherine what did I do what did you do Lauren Lauren what did you do so bad so my poor mother just broke <laughs> my heart by saying that there was no tooth, no fairy. tooth fairy and then both of my birds were dead and she was like Fuck me. I mean, no, honestly. Exactly that. Me. Yeah, you're just like, I mean, I I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't with this world. It was, yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, How we never had any birds. How did they both die at the same time? It was a draft. That's why you would you would actually put it over because... Oh, they got too cold? They got too cold. And it's like, they already had the handkerchief over them, but no it's like sometimes you, you just don't know. Animal horror problem. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so upsetting. Because you killed your birds. I did. I killed my birds. Oh, you God. killed your birds and you were... And the and tooth the fairy, fairy said, knew it. You. The tooth fairy knew it. Yeah. And was like, no more coins for you. The tooth fairy was like, she's killing her birds tonight. I'm not going to give her money. I deserved it. Okay. Anyway. So the 50 that was- cent pieces for you. <laughs> I know. That's all I ever got was 50 cent Me pieces. Me too. Kids get $20 but they bills were cool. now. But like 50 cent pieces were like, they getting were a 50% piece was like kind of cool. Yeah. They were fucking awesome. Because they barely exist. They that are like $2 bills or something, you know? I sub for a kid that got a $100 bill for a wow. tooth. And I was like, you can go fuck yourself. I got three 50 cent pieces. So. Yeah. So fuck you. fuck you. I don't even know what a 50 cent piece is, bitch. All right, moving so, on. So Bird's dead. Back to the boys downstairs. They're watching the game and they're all like, ah, oh, like so into it. And suddenly the TV changes to Mr. Rogers. <laughs> okay. And then they like hit the fucking remote and change it. And then it changes back again. And the dad's like, oh, he's like, I'm sorry. My neighbor is on the same like 
whatever the fuck whatever the fuck um i actually did write it down but i can't read the word it oh, says great. looks like roommate actually but round tree i don't know Round-oh. doesn't matter um but you get it like yeah. they're on the same line thing sure but basically they probably have the same remote and so it's like he, then coach dad goes and like talks to the neighbor he's like hey neighbor and then the neighbor comes out and he's like my kid's trying to watch mr rogers and so they both have their remotes pointing at each other oh like God. clicking back and forth at each other <laughs> so basically it's like their remotes can control each other's TVs that's it's like really the same funny remote. that's hilarious. now we go back to mom and she's like about to drop tweety like into the toilet and carol ann walks in you can't flush a bird um who's like the little girl yeah oh god um so i don't know if they said their names carol ann is a little girl okay and then robbie is her brother okay and who's the same age as her the one that sleeps in the room with her they sleep in the same room somewhere i have their ages and they are well i just need to know if they were the ones that sleep in the same room because there's an they older sleep in kid the same too. room yeah so there's like a teenager her okay. name's dana okay these kids are like like robbie's probably like nine or ten and carol Ann's five okay the bottom two sleep in the same room yeah carol Carolyn walks in and then little robbie is like outside they have like this big ass tree that's like huge and has all kinds of like cre- like but not oh. even like little branches but like big, big fucking oh. branches reaching out so he's like climbing the tree that's my dream um so now we cut back to like mom and now she's like putting tweety in like a little cigar box mm. and carol ann is like sad and she's like i'm putting the flower in for this reason mm. and some candy in case he's hungry and a picture of us oh. together and then she like covers it with a napkin in case he's cold and it's oh, so cute God. she starts to cry she's like so fucking cute Ugh. now like the boy's back in the tree and we see like some clouds like dark clouds like rolling in quick Uh-oh. like a storm's up ruin okay so mom and caroline are outside now i hate this word burying burying because it's spelled burying i practiced it at home burying it's burying <laughs> yeah tweety in the backyard and she's like Caroline's like, now I lay me down to sleep, et cetera, et cetera. And then she's like, can I get a goldfish now? Oh, <laughs> like immediately just cute. like, on to the next. Yeah. <laughs> Cut to nighttime, Caroline feeding a goldfish in her room. <laughs> <laughs> I had so many goldfish. Uh, <laughs> so and many. you killed them all? Ketrin is an animal murderer. They all. All of this time. All of this time. That's why it's so triggering. Every episode, Ketrin's like, oh my God, an animal dies. No. Like, I don't want animals to die either, okay? It's so triggering. She's so tragic about it. And it turns out it's because she's actually an animal murderer. It's true. The truth finally comes out. How many? It took 40 some episodes to finally figure out. I had five five fish at one point, and they were all named after the new kids on the block. <laughs> Joey was a little w- iridescent white one. And Donnie was the hot one. Of course. The hot fish. The hot fish. <laughs> Duh. Of course. <laughs> Everyone knows Donnie's the hot fish. Oh, yeah. Donnie's the hot fish. Okay. So she's feeding the goldfish. We're in the little kid's room now. And the most terrifying toy clown is in there oh god and you were able to identify it as a terrifying clown toy even at that age before you would have known like i feel like you need a reference that clowns are terrifying because it's terrifying to them too it feels like my cousin had a um chucky doll Mm -hmm. that was his best friend named and he named it gus okay but like to me it was terrifying 
And to him, it was his best friend. Right. And it would just be around all the time. So I'm wondering if this is because like Robbie clearly thinks this clown. He doesn't it's like terrifying. it. Caroline right. doesn't seem to give a fuck. Right. So like maybe it's Caroline's or something like that. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah but yeah, like, yeah. yeah, no, it seems like you'll see. You'll find okay. out. Okay. Um, right, right, right. It's literally about to happen. So yeah, it's it's terrifying. I'll show you a picture. No, I, know, I can't You wait. even just look at it and you're like, oh, that's not a. That's not that's a nice not clown. A toy. That's not, that's a, not nice a nice clown. clown. No one likes that clown. Yeah. It's got like the longest arms and legs. <gasps> no. Like it's gangly. Like Kim arms. <laughs> <laughs> it's got arms as long as me. Whoa. That's too long. And it's then too long. a clown face. Ugh. So the little Robbie's like in his bed and we start to hear lightning and thunder outside. And that tree that he was climbing is right outside their window. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of next to the window. Carol Ann is... On the other side. On the other of the side. Room. Yeah. But like through the window, that tree is like not a cool climbing tree. Because okay. there's no leaves on it. Oh, it's like a it's dead tree. Just like massive branches. Okay. I know what you're talking so, about. Yeah. Where it's like it died, but it's yeah, still a but mass. It's still that a is still there. Giant mass. Yeah. So mom comes to like put them to bed and it's just really cute. You know, she says goodnight and she like turns the lights out and Caroline's like, closet light, closet light, closet light. Mm, and this so, girl so cute. directly in front of both their beds is a closet door. That's clearly a, like a walk-in closet. Yeah. Um, fuck that. Fuck closets in front of beds. I can't. <laughs> so mom, <laughs> isn't your closet in front of you? Yes. Bed? And it's terrifying all and the time too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she turns on the closet light and she's like, okay, good night and leaves. Now we cut to the parents' room and they're smoking a doobie. Ah, love it. And mom is talking about, she's like, maybe it's genetic. Like maybe Carolyn's just like me when I was 10. She's like, I used to sleepwalk. She's like, one time I slept walk four blocks uh, and like, no, whatever, woke up something, something, et cetera, et cetera. Like have this whole story. And I was like, what? That's terrifying. Uh, so yeah, they're talking about kind of like what happened with Carolyn. And then oh, she's because like of the TV downstairs. Right. right yeah. Because they were it. like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And then the mom says, what if we dig the new pool in the backyard and Carol Ann sleepwalks in. into it? Like, clearly they have a plan for like making yeah. a pool in the backyard. And then they get really cute, though. Like, the dad's like, well, uh, he starts like saying, I was like a high diver or stuff. And he like fakes high dive. They're like laughing. Yeah. And like, clearly, like, they're just so cute. So we cut back to Robbie. Now he's like awake in his bed and he's just like staring out the window like at the storm coming. And he turns and like right at the end of the bed is a chair and that's what the clown is sitting on. Okay. And so he like finger gun shoots it like pew, pew, pew. Yeah. And he like just does not like the look of it. Like it's just, yeah. It's I can't just, see it and I don't like the look of yeah, it. Yeah, you don't. You don't I, like the I'm look of it. I'm not into it. And so he gets up and he like covers it with a jacket and then he like gets back in bed and hides under the covers. Mm-hmm. Cut back to the parents and they're just like cute and like I love you and like laughing and clearly like hi. And then all of a sudden the boys like just standing in their doorway being like the storm's coming closer. Oh, little baby. Like, hi, honey. Oh. <laughs> but they're like <laughs> put their joint down. They're like, hello. Cut to you and me as parents. <laughs> it's legal now. <laughs> uh, the storm's <laughs> So he like gets in bed with them and like the dad like carries him back to his room and he's like, Robbie's like, I don't like the tree, dad. Hmm. And but the dad's uh, like coach dad is like, it's an old tree. It was here before the company built the neighbor or before my company built the neighborhood. Oh, oh. And Robbie's like, it knows I live here, doesn't it? Oh, 
Oh. But Coach Dad is like, it knows us. He's mm. like, that's why I put our house here. He's like, that's a wise old tree and it's here to protect us. I love him. He's the best. I love him. Coach Dad. <sighs> Coach Dad. And he's like, don't worry, the storm's going to pass. And he's like, don't you know, um, he's like, don't you know the trick? And he's like, what trick? And he's like, the the lightning and the thunder trick. And it's like, you know, when the lightning strikes, you count one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. And when you hear the thunder, that's how you know how far away it is. And he's like, if you like, it happens again, it'll get longer and longer. And that's how you know the storm is moving away. Hmm, I love that. Yeah. And then Carol Ann's like sitting on her side of or like her little bed. And she has remember those like phones that were on wheels, like little play phones. Yes. 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 80s, 90s toy. And like, why were they like, let's put wheels on a phone? Because you just drag it around. You just be like on the phone, like wheeling it around. Yeah. Hello. So she has like her little rolly phone in bed. And then she's like, ring, ring. And it like picks up and she's like, it's for you, dad. (laughs) Oh, that's she's too cute. She's so cute. And he's like, take a message, sweet pea. Um, and he's like, okay, good night. And it's like, cute. And he says goodbye. And then um, he goes into Dana, the teenager's room. And he's like, he just opens the door and he's like, good night, Dana. He closes the door. He opens again. Get off the phone, Dana. We're <laughs> like, a very cute family. So cut back to the kids and they're counting and the numbers start getting longer and longer for the lightning and thunder. But then we hear like this crazy loud thunder and cut to both of the little kids in bed with the parents all asleep oh, like in the middle of them. This is so sweet. I didn't know this movie was so sweet. It's so cute. Oh, they're God. adorable. So we kind of like slow zoom to a wide of the whole bedroom. We're in the parents' bedroom now. And there's a TV at the foot of their bed. And then we kind of like start to slow zoom into the TV and we hear... So it's the same song, and then we start to see the same statue from the night before. Okay, and then cut to static. What? Well, have you ever watched TV at like three in the morning, kind of thing, where it's just like, oh, it's the same. Like I don't. That's like it's an infomercial, like that. It was like for whatever reason, this same thing plays, and then it's like this channel's off until six a.m. Yeah, it just cuts to static. Or is it? I uh. But so now it's a static TV. Carol Ann wakes up in bed and she crawls to the end of the bed and she sits now right in front of the TV on the floor and she starts to whisper or we start to hear kind of like whispers and there's like little sparkly bits like in the static. Mm-hmm. And then she slowly like reaches out her <gasps> hand and a ghost hand like jumps out <laughs> at her, but it's kind of like of light. Like, okay. the, like the ghost hand is like made of light, Ma- okay. basically. Yeah. All like the the ghostiness, I feel like rem- the movie Ghost in yes. the 80s. Yeah, where it's got that like light. That, yeah. That's a lot of what the light is in this. And then we start to see a huge light, like line of light start shooting out of the TV and it shoots to like the wall above the bed oh, okay. and just goes like into the wall. <gasps> okay. And then the house starts shaking. It's like an earthquake. Oh, God. Um, the family all starts to wake up. Carol turns her head to the family and says, they're here. (gasps) That's what that's from? Yes. (laughs) Who's here? (laughs) Who is here? I didn't invite anybody. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, God. (laughs) I love that you didn't know what that was from. They're here. Cut to daytime. (laughs) There is a... 
caterpillar in the backyard, but by caterpillar I mean the big digging things, but it's called a caterpillar. Oh, I know what you're Yeah, it, it's, it's a, a bulldozer. It's a bulldozer. There you go. It said caterpillar that. on it, and I was like, I really can't think of the word, but time's moving. Just write well, down caterpillar. Catherine will let me know. I'm glad that you kept going because in my head I was like, a caterpillar. <laughs> I was like, no, those giant machine things digging a hole. Yeah. So um, they're digging a hole in the backyard probably oh, for to the make, pool. They're basically making the pool now. Got it. No one's going to talk about the fucking earthquake and the beam of light? Well, uh, calm down. All right. I'm just, I'm, con- I'm. It's morning. They're not doing it. The family <sighs> is not doing it. It's some worker men. Okay. All right. Uh, are digging in the backyard. I'm just worried. Dad is on the phone. Okay. Coach dad. And he's like, there's nothing on the radio. He's like, I mean, about an earthquake. Ah. We, we like, like, he's like, just like, what? Like, like what the no fuck? one else, no one else had an earthquake. Right. They're, they at their house had an earthquake. Uh. All the kids are at the table. They're having breakfast and just like fighting, playing, you know, just kids. Again, this movie does a really good job of like, they're always living their life. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's not the focus, but like the kids are playing the way that just Which kids are. They're so just living their life. Important. Um, and makes movies so much scarier or better or whatever when you are having people live their fucking lives. Anyway, yeah. keep going. So then mom says, uh, like Caroline, last night when you said they're here, who, who's here? And she huh. says, the TV people. The TV people. No, okay. Now, Robbie's like sitting at the table. He picks up like a big glass of milk and the bottom just like <gasps> falls out of it. Oh, no. And like, ah. Big milk and is not going to be happy. Big milk. <laughs> <laughs> the family's like getting ready for school, et cetera, et cetera. There's like, so basically it's like the kitchen table mm-hmm. is right here. It's a circle table. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a little uh, kitchen counter. Kitchen counter. That's connected. And then more counter. And it's like the sink. Got it. So it's like an L-shaped counter. Yeah. And it has a the part, the bottom part of the L separates the kitchen from where this table a is. A little bit. Just like a little bit. The, actually, I wouldn't even call it a full L. Like it's just like a little okay. side part. Yeah. Let's mostly just say the counter and the sink over here, kitchen table over here, all kind of one big space. Okay. But... On the counter is like a little tiny TV. And so Carol Ann just like walks right up to it and like changes the channel to static and just like stares at it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but like no one even notices because they're the all fucking milk is foul. Yeah. Dana's doing this. Like mom's getting fucking 45 kids ready. Swimming pools being built in the backyard. Like too much. Yeah. So then we cut back to Robbie who like after the milk fiasco he goes to his plate and he picks up the fork and knife and they're like bent what stop no and he's like what the fuck but again it's 10 and it's just like that's weird yeah things are it's weird now dana the teenager is like leaving for school she's walking through the backyard and so the construction guys are like hey hey gross and so she like literally stares at them and she's kind of starts to do like the macarena where she's like and then pulls up her middle finger Ah, that's awesome (laughs) and it's fucking awesome. And the mom is watching. So there's a window into the backyard above the sink. Yeah. And so the mom sees all of it and kind of like smiles. I love that. She's like, that's amazing. Girl. And so. What a fun little character thing. Right? I love it. Little tiny things that yeah. make you love people. So mom is now cleaning up breakfast from the table. And she's like, I told you guys to push in the chairs at the table. And then so she like goes around and like pushes them all in. And she carries like um, some plates to the sink. And as she's walking by, she now sees Carol Ann like watching the little static TV. Right. And she's like, honey, you're going to hurt your eyes. And she like changes the channel. And it's to like 
complete like black and white like war movie oh, or God. whatever like, yeah it's just like god funny. damn it yeah <laughs> like she doesn't even care she's like you're gonna hurt your eyes it just changes the channel and it's like just murder and war right and then catch a mom she's up in like the bathroom now in her bedroom i think mm-hmm. and the dog is outside in the bedroom area and he's like barking and kind of like whimpering and then he like gets on the bed and he starts barking like above the headboard mm-hmm. in at the wall the wall space no. that we saw something Uh, happening last night and he kind of starts to like whimper and then he runs away and he like brings a toy back Uh and it's almost as if someone is like talking to him like you know like how someone was like give me your toy you know he's just like like lifts his like front paws kind of kill me so we go back downstairs mom now is at the kitchen sink um like the construction guy has kind of like reached his arm in to like grab some coffee or something and they have a little cute interaction she turns back to the table so now it's all like cleared from breakfast so it's like clean and she turns back but all like the five chairs are like just pulled away from like the table and she's just like didn't she push them in and so she like kind of stands and stares at it and then caroline comes comes up and like just grabs her leg and she's just like (laughs) (laughs) and she's like honey she's like did you do this and caroline's just like "Uh uh-uh and then she's like you guys she goes and puts all the fucking chairs back in right now she goes back to the sink and she like kind of reaches under and she like grabs a spray bottle to start cleaning and she turns back around and, ah! all the chairs are on top of the table no! piled on top of each other into a pyramid shape N- no uh-huh i didn't but i didn't put those there and she looks down at carol ann and she says the tv people oh uh, uh- and carol ann says uh-huh and she says do you see them? Oh, Carol Ann says, uh-uh. Do you? And mom just shakes her head. Uh-uh. So she went there real quick. Like, she was like, this is too weird. Th- this is something. The amount of time that I told this interaction in is the amount of time it happened. She literally put the chairs in, went to the sink to grab something, turned around, and they were piled on top of the table. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, that's interesting in a movie because normally there's a little bit more denial happening. But she's like, I. So this leads me into your first question. Okay. This just happened. Okay. I'm not even going to tell you because we kind of go on to some other things for a little bit. But I want to know, like, what would you do and what does she do? We find out later kind of what she decides to do for the rest of the day regarding this. All right. And I'm in 1982. That is where I need to be. Okay. So I think the first thing that I would do is I would get my handy dandy camera that I'm a 1980s camera Mm -hmm. and I am going to document this. I'm going to take a picture of the pyramid first and foremost Mm -hmm. because that's too weird. I feel like it's like a car accident where it's like you need to take pictures. Right. Right. You know. Then I'm going to sit Carol Ann down and I'm going to say, I need you to talk to me about these TV people. I need you to talk to me about what you saw, what they say to you and who they are. Then I am going to leave. uh, Am I the only one home? It's just me and Carol Ann. You and Carol Ann. Yeah. I'm going to leave the house and go talk to coach and just be like, this happened. I feel really unsafe in the house. I'm unclear about what's going on. And then to go from there. That's what I'm going to do in this immediate moment. What is she going to do? 
I don't know. I, I'm having trouble like identifying like who this woman is so far because she came to a to a really supernatural conclusion really quickly, which makes sense because her five year old daughter can't like pile fucking five chairs onto a table. So I yeah. get that. But there's also like she has no disconnect between I've got to try and figure out how to explain this naturally. I think I think she takes the chairs back down and observes them, like wants to see if it happens again mm-hmm. and asks Carol Ann to tell her about the TV people. Okay. I'm going to give you two points. Oh, okay. We'll find out more. You're very insightful about her. Oh, thank you. But you'll find out. Okay. So we're just looking at the kitchen and we fade into the same kitchen look, but now empty. And then coach dad walks in with a couple and he's like, this is the newest development of Costa Verde where they live. He's like, this is phase four. And they're like, oh, where do you live? And he's like, well, we were actually the first family to move in. We were here for phase one. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And he's like selling them on the house. Um, this is new construction. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Okay. So he clearly works for like the development of this. Um, okay. Valley or whatever. But this is a different kitchen than the one we yeah, were yeah, just. This is in. like a brand new house. It's, that's okay. Been made. Got it. Like okay. this is just a new house, but they probably all look very similar because okay. it's like that kind of thing where it's like yes. every house looks like the same. a. Yeah. Got it. Now that Coach Dad is in his station wagon pulling up to our house. Again, we see in the distance a storm of brewing. He starts picking up the trash cans that look like every like fucking, the fucking trash, cans. trash yes, cans. where the lids never fit. Those broken goddamn fucking metal trash cans Ooh. we all had. Yeah. And he starts to kind of pick them up and the mom comes running out and she's like, hurry, hurry before it stops. And she like drags him inside to the kitchen and she's like, okay, wait, just watch, just watch. Okay, so the table has been cleared away there's a circle drawn on the floor by like the sink basically in chalk and then a circle drawn by like where the table was originally so it's basically one end of the kitchen to the other okay like a circle drawn in um chalk and then kind of like an arrow pointing from one side to the other and she's like okay she's like dane and robbie were out at school for this so they don't know but caroline was here so she knows and she brings a chair she puts it in the first circle and she's like i just want you to keep an open mind okay okay and meanwhile again this is all happening and carol Ann's just kind of next to them being like mother didn't make any dinner oh. and she's like it's fine honey it's fine we'll we'll, we'll have pizza like literally not even paying attention Little to her baby. you know what i mean yes. like, i love it and she's like just watch just watch the chair starts to kind of rattle and move and shake and then it moves across the floor to the other circle as they're fucking watching this they just watch it happen so this entity is not shy like it's not trying to hide and the mom is like woohoo and she like jumps and laughs like clearly like what she has been doing all all day oh my god like he just got home from work yes 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 all day long she's just been like uh, trying to make it do things these chairs or whatever else and then oh. caroline's just standing there like holding her rolly phone and she's just yawns like <laughs> this has happened all fucking day yeah and dad coach dad goes and like 
inspects the chair of course and then mom puts a football helmet on carol ann and she puts her into the circle <laughs> and carol ann flies to the flies across the floor to where dad is at the other circle what the fuck and she's I'm, like mom is like you should try it you should try it and he's like no no and she's like it just feels like a like a tingly feeling or something etc so apparently she's done nope, it too like nope, this nope, is what she's been nope, doing all day nope now the two of them go to the neighbor's house. They're like just standing outside and it's like, for some reason, this is like in whatever weird, but it was just like mosquitoes like biting them. But they're right. like a little, like they're kind of on high key crack right now. Sure, sure. They're just like on some royal like, jelly. She's been losing her mind all day. And right. Coach dad is like, I don't even know what's uh, what happening. What the fuck is happening? And so they're just like this, like they're a little like goofy. And then like mosquitoes keep like biting. They just keep like slapping mosquitoes. Oh God. It's funny. <laughs> and they're like, this might sound strange, but um, have you guys experienced any like distractions? Like um, things moving by themselves or anything? Da, 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 da. <laughs> like not really going into it, but just kind of like. But just like because well, because if somebody had going on? experienced anything weird and then someone comes to your yeah. door and asks you, you're like, actually, yeah, fucking yes. yes. Yeah. You know how our remotes do the same? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, earthquake, yeah. what's up? Nothing? <laughs> and no, they haven't experienced anything. They're just like, no, you weirdos. Fuck. So now we cut to the parents in the bathroom. They're like putting stuff on the mosquito bites for each other. Yeah. And coach dad is just like, we got to keep this in the family. He's like, uh, we got to call somebody. And they're like, but like who? She's like, I already like, you know, there's no whatever the fuck in the yeah. yellow pages. Right. Who do you call? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yay! Yay. <laughs> so cut to Robbie who's in his bed and it's nighttime and so the lightning has started and he's like one one thousand two one thousand three one thousand so four one thousand five one thousand thunder so it's five miles away cut to the parents mom is just like look I've been doing this all day and nothing bad happened she's just like it's just like another side of nature bitch uh-uh coach is like no one is going in the kitchen until I know what's up. Yeah. Okay. Cut back to Robbie and lightning. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand, thunder. It's lightning. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, thunder. Shit. The creepy tree outside is like staring at him basically. <laughs> and he's just like, lightning. One, one thousand, two, one thousand. The tree bursts through the window. No! And like a giant wood arm basically and grabs Robbie and pulls him outside. No! Question number two. What do the parents do and what do you do? I'm the parents? You're the parents. Ah! Is the construction equipment still there? No. There is a giant like hole in the back. Basically, they dug dug a hole, but nothing okay. has been put down yet. And but like a pool sized hole. And the tree came through his bedroom window. His bedroom window on the where, second floor. Where was I? You were in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom in my room. Yeah, but you hear the screaming but I heard the because crash Robbie's and the like, yeah, you hear the screaming and Robbie's like, ah! okay. So I'm going to send Coach down outside to the tree so that if the tree drops him or throws him or something like that or he falls coach is there to try and catch him I am going to stay on the top floor and kind of hang out the window as far as I can so that I can try and bring him in from there but we kind of are like tag teaming it from that direction Mm -hmm. and then 
I am going to immediately call a tree removal service the very next fucking day. Right away. What did they do? I think they're pretty panicked. I think they both kind of try and reach out the window and pull him back in. Okay. I'm going to give you a point for you. Okay. I'm a little panicked. I One of the things that you did was very important. And you didn't do it for the reason that it's important. Oh. But it helped. Okay. What? So they both run downstairs. Okay. And they try to open the back door to the backyard and the tree is like holding it shut. Shit. All right. Cut back to the kids' room. Carol Ann's the only one in there now. The closet door opens. Nope. And the light comes on. And nope. she's like, Mommy? <gasps> and the but the parents are outside and there's like a right. crazy ass storm happening. Right. Like it's like now they get they get outside now and it's like fucking pouring down rain. And the fucking whomping willow has their kid. Yes. This and is, so yeah. cut back to the kids' room. And things start being slowly pulled into the closet. Like the little like phone kind of like slowly uh, goes in okay. and starts pulling in and it kind of like gets stronger and stronger oh, no. almost. Uh-huh. And then the clown flies in and she starts kind of holding on to like her bed frame basically. Uh-huh. And she's starts, getting like, pulled. She's starting to get pulled. Like Fuck. something is pulling all the things into the closet and she starts screaming. Now we cut back to Robbie and he's getting like basically like sucked inside the tree. Oh God. And so dad starts climbing the tree and now cut back to the kids room everything is being pulled in the closet and caroline is just getting like like the actual headboard is starting to get like ripped off the bed and then she holding onto the headboard flies into the oh, closet no. and disappears no like as if into like a portal sort of thing can we see inside the closet it's just like she flies into the closet and it's like whoosh, whoosh. okay okay so she flies into like a, 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 an a black hole of you okay. like you know like literally i would say a portal is like the best word to just okay. be like like a flash and of light gone. and she's gone. Okay. But, and then like everything, the beds, all of it, it's like the things were ripped off the bed and then the beds are like all, so like by the end, like every single thing and the beds are like up and like on the closet. Okay. Like, sh- like, yeah. It's all there. Like a clogged drain. Where yes. It's- okay. And so cut back to the tree. Coach dad got Robbie down and then the tree starts like uprooting and grabbing his leg <gasps> and then a tornado flies by. Sure. And like grabs the tree or something like that. And so like dad holds on to him and the tree is gone. Now Dana runs outside and she's like, what the fuck is going what on? What the fuck? Because they're like, the tornado must have just dropped like right here. Like, like dropped oh, down right here and yeah. left. Like it was fucking bizarre. And then she's like, someone's like, wait, where's Carol Ann? Oh, no. And they're like, upstairs. So they run up to the kids' room and everything is pushed up against the closet door. And they start pulling it all down. And they're like, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann. And Robbie is just like traumatized. Yeah. Like, stare, stare, like he's just covered in mud and just like standing there. I just got grabbed by a tree. And they start throwing everything out. And they pull everything out of the, the closet. And then they're like, get things around. And they throw everything out. And then on the floor is one thing covered by a pink blanket that looks mm-hmm. body like no and like the mom like immediately starts to cry and they pull off the blanket question number three what's under the pink blanket it looks like a body what or who i mean i feel like you're leading me to say that it's carol ann but Actually, maybe I'm going to say it's the clown. Yay! So, of course, they all think it's Carol Ann and they pull the blanket off. It's the it's clown. It's the clown. 
And they kind of laugh and they're like, oh my gosh. But it's also like, and they're like, the okay, well, though? I'll check the kitchen. You check your room. They all run to different places. And Robbie's like left standing there in like a, like a little robot toy, kind of like creepy laugh. He's just like, <laughs> and they're all like, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, running through the house. And we're at the parents' room and the TV's on and it's like on static. And the mom is just like running and she's just like, baby, baby. And... She's like, did anyone find her? Did anyone find her? And mom has a realization as to where she might be. And she's like, oh my God. It's something we've talked about. Question number four, where does she realize she probably is? It was something they were worried about. <gasps> in the hole in the backyard? I kind of gave it to you. But I know you did. She's like, the swimming pool. Oh, fuck. Because they're thinking it's a tornado. She got pulled out and is in the fu- or fuck. Or just that whatever. Like, who knows? She just went yeah. outside. It's like right. a giant fucking giant hole. So it's a giant hole and it's um goes, uh, what's the word for like, it goes. Uh, slant? It's on a slant. Yeah. Yeah. Because From of the deep end the deep of the end. shell. Yeah. Yeah. So because it had just rained, the deep end is like has some water in it oh. and it's just muddy. So the dad is like outside. He like basically like jumps into the water and he starts like diving under. Robbie is still upstairs because he's just like, what the, the fuck? fuck? And yeah. he's like walks into the parents room. So why I was saying originally that you got a point for mm-hmm. yours is because you want to keep your family alive. So you stayed one parent stayed up in the room yeah. and the other parent went outside. Right. So yeah. That was even though it was like to kind of get Robbie through the top of the tree. But at least it, it would have helped. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So again, Robbie's like alone. And he walks into the parents' room. And we start to hear Carol Ann's voice say, Mommy, what? Mommy. And we cut back to the dad. And he's like diving into the water. And he's like, nothing, nothing. There's no- nothing here. And Robbie, we just see his face. And he's just like, mom, mom, mom. like he can barely talk at first and then he's just like mom oh my god and the mom runs in and up to her room and then she hears caroline be like mommy mommy and she's just like oh my god caroline thank god baby where are you where are you and robbie's just staring and he's just like come over here come (gasps) over here and he's like freaking out he's like caroline caroline and he's standing right in front of the tv and caroline we hear her say mommy i can't see you where are you where are you and we slow turn to the tv and it's static and she touches the screen (gasps) that's where the voice is coming caroline's in the tv with the tv people cut to probably like university or something question mark and the dad is sitting at we see the back of the dad's head so he's sitting at the table talking to like what looks like maybe like scientists okay so it's a fire hair lady which is dr fire got it mustache and glasses okay and dr fire is clearly like in charge and mustache and glasses are her helpers so and she's asking him can you tell me about the members of the family and their ages? And he's like, okay, well, there's my wife and she's um, 31, uh, 32, excuse me. Um, which I was like, of course. Like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're 32 and have three kids? <laughs> One being a teenager? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, thanks. And they get possessed. Like, if you have kids, they get possessed. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's a survival guide yeah. at this point. Yeah. Like, Don't have kids. They get possessed. They get possessed. There's Dana, she's 16, Robbie, he's eight, and then Carol Ann, who's five. Okay. And 
Dr. Fire's like, have you, you know, is there like publicity or anything? And he's like, no, nothing. He's like, uh, like, we haven't gone we haven't even gone to the police. Right. Because we Cause just it's like, like, what are you going to say? Like, my kid's missing, question mark. But like, also exactly. I hear her voice. Exactly. Yeah. And like, what the fuck? She's in the TV. Like, then you're crazy people. Yeah. So he's like, publicity is like the last thing that we want. Like, so I think Dr. Fire says something like, well, we can like do like a serious investigation of the disturbances. You're so pretty. <laughs> Thank you. I just, you just have like, no makeup and you're just looking at your notebook and I was like gosh she's so pretty oh anyway wow it's the best sidebar ever <laughs> you're welcome anyway <laughs> I go love ahead. you I love you okay so can you tell us about like your when you first had like the observations or you know disturbances and now we finally see oh when, like when this all started yeah like he, they're okay. basically asking about like the disturbances and stuff and we finally now cut to coach dad's face mm-hmm. and he looks rough baby like the darkest circles of all times like clearly has not slept like does not look good can you fucking imagine no because i I can't because i because they'll be possessed possessed i i I, this is you know what i can imagine which is why i can't can't (laughs) do this yeah that's oh my my gosh the day i have kids i'm gonna be like please don't get possessed oh god and he's just like we don't care about the disturbances. We just want Caroline like, back. The pounding, the flashing, the screaming, the music. We just want to find our little girl. Oh my God. So this is time like has he's passed just, at yes, this point. Clearly. And he's just an mm, empty shell. Fuck. Now we're at the house and we're showing Dr. Fire and mustache and glasses around. And they're kind of like, we keep the room locked. Uh, Robbie sleeps with us. Dana's at friends houses usually this is so heartbreaking it's it's so good it's so good because you so heartbreaking you it's it's so heartbreaking and that's why i'm saying like they're so good in it because like they're devastated like they just they're so good and you know the scientists are asking like how many disturbances have you recorded in the room and he's just like we don't go in the room anymore and this is the kid the baby kids room the kids room yeah okay and the scientists are just kind of like, you know, so at this point they're in the hallway outside of the, they're at the door basically. Right. Talking about the room. Right. But they keep it locked now. And the scientists are like, we'll record any events that happening that happened. We once recorded an extraordinary event. It was a child's toy. It rolled seven feet across the floor on its own. It took seven hours for it to move, but we caught it with a time lapse. And they're like, bitch, do not play. Our shit is moving like this. Coach dad straight it's the best but i want to like show you this moment because he just stares at them with his circle like black circled eyes and it's just like mm-hmm <laughs> and then he unlocks the door and shit is actually flying around the room like it's just toys moving in circles oh around the room and the, the dr fire and the scientists are just staring now and the toys kind of float up in the most 80s best way sure. and like fuck with them like a lamp comes in and it's and then a light bulb comes next to it and connects and then turns on and then like a little toy comes and like laughs at their face oh and something else like it's God. like shit's just flying around the room and it keeps stopping in front of them to just like fuck with them 
I just had this thought where I was like, <laughs> why are they still in the house? And I was like, oh, because their daughter is fucking in the wall. Caroline's so it's the like they're, they feel like if they leave the house, they're leaving her. Exactly. Fuck me. God damn it. Yeah, you're fucked. You're fucked. <sighs> so now it's kind of clearly like later and they're sitting at the table talking with the family and the doctors or scientists and um Dr. Fire is drinking a glass of tea, but like her hand is shaking so much that she's <laughs> yeah. just like, clink, 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 clink. <laughs> like her hands just like rattling. Like she just had some Joss Royal Jelly <laughs> yeah, Loki crack. Like, yeah. <sighs> and the mom's just like, so um, how like all the family, like I, I think it's all of them. It's least like the, the parents and Robbie. I think Robbie's just like sitting on their lap. Probably. Yeah. And um, mom's just like, oh, so how long have you been, um, you know, investigating haunted houses? <laughs> And Dr. Fire's like, well, um, it's hard to determine exactly the haunted, the meaning right. of haunted. And as she says that, the coffee pot just like moves across the table. And the oh my mustache God. and glasses are like looking under the table, like moving all around. And the family's completely unfazed. Because they're like, yeah, check for tricks, not whatever you want. It. I don't care. Not even like, but not even that they're unfazed by mustache and glasses. They're unfazed by the coffee by pot the co- moving. No, that's what I it's mean. It's just complete life. Yeah. And Dr. Fire's like, I mean, it might be a, col- a poltergeist haunting. And they're like, well, what's the difference? And then the lights above the table start to flicker. And mom's just like, oh, there'll be two more in a couple seconds. They always travel in pairs. And <sighs> Glasses now takes out his takes out his camera and starts to take a picture. Uh-huh. And he like is like, click, click. And then he looks at his camera and the lens clap, the lens cap is on there. And, she, and mom's like, you got to be quicker around here. Oh my, so that's, this is like, so. this is weirdly more scary to me that they're just like, there's nothing we can do. I like the, that the parents are like, we know how this goes. Like there's like, an entity in our house. they lived with inside oh of this God. for an extended period of do time. Do we know at this how point. long it's been since Carol? Um, or do we find out? I or? think we do at a certain point. I, but I don't know exactly. Okay. All and right. it's, and honestly, it's unclear in this moment too. Like it's just. I think all of these things are just showing us that it's been an extended period like months, of time. Maybe. Okay. So, Ugh. and she's like, well, a poltergeist comes with an individual. A haunting is with an area. Right. Okay. So that's the difference. Okay. And they're like, a poltergeist is usually shorter in time. Like it can be just a couple of months mm-hmm. and a haunting can go on for years. <laughs> but the mom hears this and kind of freaks out. And she's like, so this could suddenly end at any time. And she's like, my daughter is, is alive in somewhere in this house. And she's like, we need to we need to get her out. Like, we don't have much time. Yeah. We can't have this end before we get her. Yeah. So that was actually like scary news that it would be like possibly short. Mm-hmm. So now we're in the living room and they're kind of have like some recording equipment set up. And the mom puts the TV on static and she's like, she kind of like changes. She's like, this might sound funny, but like we we hear her better on this channel. Oh, um, she's like, okay, so I guess I'll call her now. And she's like, Carol Ann, it's mommy. Talk to me, baby. And we see kind of the dog somewhere else kind of like whimpering. And he like gets up on his two hinds legs. And they're all like looking at that and starts like barking. A puppy. And the mom is like, Carol Ann. And she's like, come say hi to daddy. And we hear Caroline be like, hello, daddy. Oh, God. And dad's and coach dad's like, hey, sweet pea. Mm-hmm. And I'm Car- heartbroken. Caroline is just like, hello, mommy. 
And mom's like, can you see me, baby? Can you see me? And Carol Ann's like, I can't. Where are you? Where are you? And it's like her voice comes with like a, it's like reverb almost. Yeah, like an echoey kind of sound. Yeah. And mom's like, we're right here, baby. We're right here. And Carolyn's like, I can't find you, mommy. I can't find you. Can you fucking imagine? No. And that's why it's so good because mommy's just like, my mom is just like, we're right here, baby. Oh. oh, so Dana is there at this point because she starts kind of like freaking out. Like yeah. She's just like, like she I can't, can't handle I, it. I can't, can't, I can't handle, handle it. it. No. I'm, goodbye. Exactly. And Carolyn says, mommy, I'm, I'm afraid of the light, mommy. And Dr. Fire is like, tell her to stay away from the light. And mommy's just, and mom is just like, and mom, the mom is like, but maybe it's a way out. And Dr. Fire says, it is, but not for her. What? She says, tell her to stay away. Okay. So mom says, stay away from the light, baby. Stay away from the light. Why is she so sure? And Glasses is now like kind of, because they're, you know, investigating things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the voice could be coming from a CBS transmitter. And Dr. Fire's just like, this is not a hoax. And but glasses goes upstairs to kind of look around. Mm-hmm. So the so the way the living room looks is they have actually like a long stairway. Mm-hmm. Kind of has like a little bit of a it doesn't matter. They have a long stairway that's like right in the middle of the living room, basically. Okay. So right at the bottom of the stairway, up in the ceiling, there starts to be some like lights flickering. Okay. Like in like a little circle area and suddenly like jewelry falls out of the ceiling. Jewelry. Jewelry. Jewels. Jewels. (laughs) Just a crap bag of jewels. Crap bag of jewels. Okay. But it's just like watches and like weird shit, but they're all like dirty and covered and they just like fall to the ground. What? So they're not like her stuff? We don't know. It's just a bunch of shit falls on the ground from the specific spot in the ceiling. What the fuck is happening? And Carol Ann then is like, mommy, there's somebody here. Is that you? There's somebody here. Help me, mommy. Help me. No. And mom is just like, leave her alone, you bastard. And and then she just says to fire lady, like Dr. Fire, she's like, help me. Like, help me. And they're like, wait, listen. And we kind of hear Carol Ann like calling, but her voice kind of moves through the house okay. from like one side to kind of like up the stairs. Right. And mom then starts to walk up the stairs and whoosh, this wind kind of like goes by her and like blows her hair back. And the mom is just like, she just moved through me. Oh, like I felt her. I felt her. And she's like, I can smell her. She's like, I can smell her. She's like, it's her. It's her. And she starts like smelling her her scarf. And she's like, it's her. She's like, smell me, smell me. And she's just like starts to cry. She's like, she went through my soul. Oh. And and now, like, the, the wind gust has, like, moved through her. And Carol Ann's like, I can't hear you anymore. I can't hear no. you. This is heartbreaking. I know. I know. That's why it's so good. So Dr. Fire is now like, where was Carol Ann when she first vanished? And the mom says it was in the bedroom closet. Oh, right. But Coach is like, they won't let you in. Oh, and Dr. Fire says, we'll see about that. And she walks up the stairs and Glasses starts running down the stairs at the same moment, like holding his side. Oh, shit. And they're like, what the uh, what happened? What the fuck's going on? And he's like, I was about to check in the kids room and something bit me. What? Like took a bite out of me. And he lifts his shirt and there's a huge, like almost shark looking like (gasps) bite mark in his side. Oh, my God. But he's like 
fine yeah you didn't take a chunk out of him it's just like the indent got it got it got it of like okay uh, that size or something and dr fire is like we'll spend the night downstairs jesus the at this point cat coach is like okay um mom you and the kids stay somewhere else and mom's like i'm not leaving carolyn Mm. Stay somewhere so, else, like in a different house. Yeah, like go somewhere else yeah. to, to stay for the. And Dana's like freaking out, and she's like, "I'm gonna stay at Lisa's tonight." And they're like, "Okay, fine." Yeah. So now it's night, night time, and the team is kind of around the equipment, and they're whispering. Um, I don't think I'd be able to stay in another house either if I was the mom. I, yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, it's like you said, where you're just like, that's why it's what they've gone through is so normalized yeah like the poltergeist disturbances is like the least like the they least don't even care because yeah. they're just like where's my daughter yeah shit's constantly moving but like we're not leaving yeah we can't leave and now it's just normalized oh. which is bizarre God. so the team is like whispering and like asking if there's been any movement and they want to check out some science stuff blah 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 and um but they don't want to go upstairs sure and so they're talking about paranormal episodes, but they're like, there is clearly like a measurable physical presence, like beyond anything we've ever seen. And they're kind of talking about like outer space or inner space, but it's like a biolocation is like what they kind of call it. Okay. Which is, and so she's like, they realize that like the ceiling where the jewelry came through or whatever, like that is clearly a way oh, that's out. Right. Okay. Like that is a way out. So somewhere in this house, there is a way in. Oh, oh, so, okay. So they're, oh, so they're suggesting that like all that, the jewels that fell were things that at some point were pulled in to that portal. Probably. The same thing is coming surmising. out of the biolocation. Got it. Because they're got like, it, got it, got it. is this a connection? Yeah, like clearly this is some type of connection to right. some other. And they're like, is it a connection to outer space? And they're like, or it's inner space. It's biolocation of oh, some sort. Like, God. what is this? Okay. To like some other world, question mark? I prefer to just sort of exist <laughs> in one place. You just want to be here? I just want to be here. Here always? Yep. Okay. So the family's like sleeping in the living room. Dr. Fire actually like goes and like turns off the static TV and it like wakes up mom and she's just like, oh no, we we, we prefer to keep it on. Mm, because Caroline's in there. And so now. Baby. Mom is, um, dad is sleeping in a chair. Mom is sleeping on the couch with Robbie in her arms. And so mom is kind of like woken up a little and she and Dr. Fire start kind of like whispered talking woman to woman a little bit and mom's just like i'm so embarrassed like you know mm-hmm. all of this and dr fire's like nonsense and she's like you know she's like i'm a parapsychologist like sure she's like i'm the one that like should be embarrassed like talks about her life a little you know and then she like actually pulls out a flask and they start kind of sharing the flask Cute. together and kind of having a moment and Robbie starts to wake up now and he starts asking her like Dr. Fire questions. And he's just like, if I get killed, will I get stuck in the house like my little sister? Oh, my God. So he's assuming his sister's and dead. And his mom says, your sister isn't dead, Robbie. Oh, God. And Robbie's like, well, if I get killed, will you tie a rope around me and get her? And Or what if I get killed and then you tie a rope around me and then I get her and then we all live somewhere else? And mm. Dr. Fire's like, you know, some people believe that when you die, your soul goes to heaven. And Robbie's like, when grandpa died, I looked, but I couldn't see. Like in the hospital, I, I looked, I looked for a soul like going to heaven. 
mm-hmm. they're like, is he invisible? Is he in the TV with Carol Ann? And Dr. Fire says, well, some people believe that when you die, there's a wonderful light that is bright as the sun. And all the answers to all the questions that you ever want to know are inside that light. And when you walk to it, you have a bunch of friends there. Mm -hmm. And then some people believe that when you die, you don't know that like some people die and they don't know that they've gone. And so they resist going into the light and they just kind of hang around. Mm. And that starts to build like lots of feelings, like unhappiness and jealous because they see other people living their lives. And others, some people just get lost and they they need guidance. Oh my God. I'm so uneasy. (laughs) And Robbie's like, and some people get angry and they throw things around like in my room. And Dr. Fire's like, yes, just like in school. Like some kids are nice and some kids are mean. Mm. And they kind of decide that Robbie's going to go stay with grandma and he's going to take Eba's, who's the dog, with them. And they have that little talk. And then so they're laying down and then Robbie's like, okay, good night, mom. Good night, lady. Good night, dad. He looks at the TV. Good night, Carol Ann. Oh, my God. And then we just kind of zoom into like the static TV. So we're looking outside of the house now and all the lights start to turn off. So it kind of seems like maybe some time has passed, but we go back in and like everyone is sleeping now inside in the living room. This is so much more heartbreaking that time (laughs) has passed as opposed to it just being like a one night scenario Uh, when i say time i mean um time this night no 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 no. i'm just talking about like in general that this story is taking place over a period of time where it has become normalized that your brother says good good night to a tv TV. static Uh like that's i'm so upset okay so nighttime yes so everyone's sleeping Glasses and mustache are awake because they're they have a bunch of like little TVs set mm-hmm. up, kind of, and like cameras on different parts of the house. Um, mustache is like listening to some music and drawing or whatever. And glasses tells him he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get some food." And so he goes into the kitchen and he like looks inside the fridge. He grabs a chicken wing and like pops it in his mouth, and he's like just holding that chicken wing. And mm-hmm. then he finds like this big ass fucking steak, mm-hmm. like a fucking porterhouse or something. Mm-hmm. And he like puts it. He just like throws it down on the counter. And then he like turns around and he's like looking for pans or whatever, or, like through the things. And then he starts to hear. That's kind of presumptuous. It was like, yeah, I kind of felt the same way where I was just like, okay, whatever. But I'm like, you, somebody buys a porterhouse steak for like a specific reason. It's but not also like, like, who, when are they ever buying that in this moment? Right. But that's it was weird. just like, not like, it wasn't a frozen steak. Like it was like a raw steak. That's so weird. <laughs> and he just puts it on the counter. Like, not on a plate or anything. What a fucking... Maybe he bought it. Maybe he's like... Maybe he did, actually. Maybe yeah. he brought it with him. He's like, I, my snack is giant, he's like, raw porterhouse steak. Looks, I gotta... I'm gonna be here a minute. I need my protein. Okay. Like, I gotta stay awake all night. Shit's happening. I need my protein. Let's say, let's say that was his porterhouse. Yes. Okay. He needs his protein. Yeah. Cut him a fucking break. So, he's looking to cook it, though. He doesn't want to eat raw. Sure, sure. So, he's looking for some pans, and he starts to hear a noise behind him. And he turns around and the steak is slowly like crawling down the counter. No. And then he looks further at it and it stops and it starts like exploding. 
slowly like googling out like like guts are coming ew, out ew, of ew, it ew, 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 ew. <laughs> no thank you this is like the moment i remember as a child for some reason this scene is the ew. scene i remember the most and so like, like guts like like, like literally like Gross. guts just like coming out of the fucking steak and so he spits out the chicken <gasps> from his mouth and then he looks down at the chicken and it's covered in maggots <laughs> And so he runs no. to like a washroom and he's just freaking out and he turns on the sink and he's there's a, a he starts like throwing water in his face and the light above him starts like turning on like so bright. And then he looks in the mirror and he starts kind of freaking out because his face looks weird and he starts like pulling off chunks of his skin. No, no. And then this is the best because it's so 80s and it's clearly clearly like a fake <laughs> Like a fake Face mask inside yeah. his shirt. Yeah. Oh my god. That's but he so starts funny. peeling it apart. He's peeling and pl- slowly pulling off the skin till it's like skeleton. And then it's and like then a skeleton. Lightning of Frank. Yes. And then it's a lightning bolt and it's back to his normal face. Also, this is why I'm a vegetarian for this exact reason. I think the same thing would have happened with broccoli. You don't know. That kale was about to start exploding. <laughs> so now we go back to the recording devices and Mustache is kind of listening to music and he's, he's a little, he's just, whatever, yeah. they've been watching all night. So he's just drawing, listening to music. One of the cameras starts, did you just yawn? Is that your face? Yeah. Oh, okay. You had the creepiest face. Was Ew, it? you have it again. Stop looking at me with creep face. What is my face? It's because I can only see your eyes oh. and you're just like. Oh, so my face looks creepy when I yawn, but it's <laughs> now weird. we're just making faces at each other. <laughs> this is good for radio. Yeah. So, Kim, we're not on the radio. <laughs> People can't see us. No. Wait. Wait. I just meant sound waves <laughs> as compared to vis- vision. Vision waves. Yep. Got it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to my story. Sorry. So. One of the cameras starts moving and it's like, and one of the the things starts beeping a little bit and Mustache isn't seeing the TVs behind him. Pay attention, Mustache. So the camera starts like turning towards like the stairway. No. And the they have one of those little things that records, we don't know, energy or whatever. But you know how like sure. you see them a lot in movies where it's always just like the pen starts like, yes, it's like a yes. slow thing. And then it's like... It's like a spiritual lie detector test. It's a spiritual lie detector test. Got it. And so it starts to move a little bit more. Okay. It's detecting some lies. Sure, sure. Some spirit lies. Yeah. And we kind of start to maybe see like smoke, light lights about light smoke coming from the top of the stairs and like a light at the top of it. And we hear the doorway opening. (gasps) No. Glasses is now coming back in. Right. Freaked out from what the fuck just happened. Right. And he starts staring at the stairs and he taps mustache on the shoulder and like is like, what the fuck? And the light starts moving and like we kind of see almost like a form of maybe a body in like the light (gasps) Uh at the top of the stairs. Okay. Now everyone is slowly waking up because the light, it's just this big like gob of light Uh kind of moving like down the stairs and walks down the stairs and a kind of wind starts moving a little and it's like whoosh, whoosh, whoosh and the light starts going up through the ceiling. Is it okay? Is and then it a- it's like whoosh, 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 and it all goes up through the ceiling. Where the jewels fell out? Yes. Shit. Okay. That circle spot in the ceiling. 
And Dr. Fire's like, roll it back, roll it back. And they're like, I think we recorded it. We think it's on tape. And then, but when we watch it through the tape, yeah. it actually looks like separate little light people things almost moving down the stairs. And they're like, there's so many of them. Oh, God. Like when we saw it, like, it looks like a one mask. It looked one mask, yeah. but like on tape, it kind of caught like that it was maybe separate and ones. And did the camera move itself? Is that what I'm to understand? Um, unclear if it was like spirits made it move or like it senses movement, movement or bio, so therefore the it fuck. moves okay got it yeah like it it was it could go okay. either way to okay. be honest so not super important like I just the like, least important fact right. to them the i just meant like it wasn't glasses or no no, no. mustache like, that moved it okay yeah got it it was electronically moving yeah so cut to daytime Robbie's leaving in a taxi with Ebuzz. Oh my god, I'm the so old tired. Doggy. Doggy do. And they <laughs> um leave. Okay. And Dr. Fire now is inside at the kitchen and she's looking at the jewels. And she's like, This watch is a hundred years old, and this one's only a few years old. And she's like, and none of them are yours. Oh. And the family's like, no. But also, just to be clear, this is a new development, correct? This house is fairly new. Well, they... It's not 100 years old. It's not 100 years old. Okay. But this is phase one, and they're on to phase four at this okay. point. But it's not so, 100 years old. Okay. It's not right. 100 years old. Okay. Um, But it's not brand new. Great. But yeah, not 100 years old. Okay. At all. And she's like, we're going to have to take these to the lab along with the videotapes. And mom comes and sits with her, and she like is carrying that flask and like, tips it over because yeah, it's girl. empty. I mean, She's and also, like, yeah. They have kind of a moment together of just being like, the mm. flask is empty. Yeah. And Dr. Fire says to her, I'd be on to like flask four. Yeah. <laughs> she basically is carrying a cup of coffee and then like shows her the empty flask. Like she probably has some whiskey in that yeah. coffee too. So Dr. Fire tells her, I'm going to be leaving mustache here with you. Mm-hmm. And glasses won't be coming back anymore. Sure. Because he's the one who ripped his face off, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's not going to come back. I hear you. I, I don't feel like he probably gets paid enough. Yeah. To rip his own face off and come back. So, but she she holds mom's hand and she says, I am coming back. Oh, what a sweetie. They have a really like special moment and they kind of have a hug and she says, and I'm going to bring some help. Okay. So now the doorbell rings and coach goes and gets it and it's his boss. Okay. And his boss comes in and he's just like, wow. Coach he's is like, like, oh yeah, I have a job. Right. <laughs> so this is where maybe we find out like how long it's yeah. been because it's like he's been missing from work. I don't know if I wrote it down, but it seemed like maybe a couple weeks or something, okay. um, but not months okay. because he does still have the job. Right. Like, so it's been a couple weeks. Maybe. Yeah. And he's like, hey, we've missed you. Like the boys are uh, getting worried, you know? And he's like, wow, you really look like shit. <laughs> and dad's just like, yeah, we, you know, we got, we got the flu, got <laughs> the flu real bad. Oh, good. So basically they've just been saying they've been sick. The polter flu. The old polter, polter flu. flu. It's a real Don't doozy. Don't want to have kids because they get the polter flu. Sure do. Gotta get your polter flu vaccine. No vaccinations against the polter flu. Please get your polter flu vaccines, everyone. Also vaccinate your kids. Anyway. <laughs> For realsies. So the boss is like looking at all the TVs around too. And he's like, hey, it's clearly got some cable problems too, eh? Like, and the coach is just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, as they're talking, a piano starts to move behind the boss. 
house. So dad's just like, coach is just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Starts to like direct him out of the room and sure. just out of the house back to outside. And he like kind of direct, you know, and they close the door and the light that's, you know, like the light that's right outside the door of your house um, starts to glow really bright. Oh, God. And the boss is just like, oh, you got some electrical problems too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and they're talking outside and, and the boss is like, so are you... um are you happy here? You know, cause um, we, we really don't want to lose, lose the, the best rep that we have. Oh. And he's like, you know, I'm not sure if you have the flu or if there's maybe some other opportunities that oh. coming to you. And he's okay. like, you know, all that software in the, in your living room. I don't know if you got something on the side. Like basically he's right. scared that, that he's losing his best employee. Right. And, okay. and coach is like, no, 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 no. Like, no. And the boss is like, Hey, do you feel like going for a ride? I want to show you something. Okay. Cut back to mom. She's upstairs. She's kind of like carrying some laundry and she stops outside the kid's room, the doorway. Poor mom has to keep doing laundry. And she, I don't even know if she's doing laundry. She's just carrying shirts in her arms. Oh, I don't, God. I don't even know what she's doing. She, yeah. She probably doesn't either. Yeah, exactly. She just, cause it's not like a laundry basket. Right. She's, she's just like, here's some holding shirts, shirts and yeah. stops at the room though. And she actually stands outside and she, knocks oh and she's just like like she's not even staring at it it's almost like her back is to it and she's kind of like it's you know like she knows what she's doing is kind of stupid yeah. but she's just like hello she's mm. like carol Ann? question number five what does she do next and what do you do next i'm sleep deprived i'm carrying shirts around my house not knowing what to do with them i'm desperate it's very specific. Like, I guess I'm, I could even say, basically, my question is, does she open the door and do you open the door? I think we both do. I, because at this point, what do I have to lose? The one place that we haven't sort of really investigated further is that room. And I know that the exit portal we saw, I don't know that I have another choice but to try and see what the fuck is going on at the quote unquote entry portal where Carol Ann is. And as a, as a mom, I'm probably like, I mean, if I die, who gives a fuck if it gets me closer to finding Carol Ann? Like, I feel like you're, as a mom, I would assume you're pretty intertwined. Like, your life is her life kind of thing. Right. So I think we both go in. I don't feel like I'd have a choice. Let me give you a point for her. Okay. She does actually start to, like, slowly open the door, and it's just like, oh. like, just wind and run. She, like, just screams and immediately closes it. So and she's, she's just like, like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And cut back to now the dad and the boss. And they're outside, and they're climbing, like, one of, like, the big valley hills mm -hmm. where, like, the houses are kind of below them. The boss is, like, carrying a shovel. And... Boss um, carrying a shovel. Yeah. It was actually like truly when he was like, hey, do you feel like going for a ride? I want to show you something. Yeah. I'm like, like the way that they actually filmed it. Like you were like, is this a murder ride? What are you showing us? Yeah. So he's like carrying, I think it's a shovel. He's carrying something like that. And they're walking around, but it's beautiful. It's daytime. And they're, you know, kind of just talking. The boss is like, so one of your children was actually born in your house, right? And he's like, you know, he's like, yeah, Carol Ann was born there. Okay. And um, the boss is like, she's missed a lot of school too. Like so-and-so is in the same daycare with her, you know. Mm -hmm. um, does she have the, the flu as well? 
And coach is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, we all got the same. We all got the poultry flu. I mean the flu. (laughs) (laughs) So the boss is like, look, are you, are you thinking about leaving? And coach at this point almost like doesn't even hear the question. And he's just like looking around and he's like, it's just a, it's a beautiful day, huh? Mm. Like he probably like hasn't even been. How could anything be wrong in this world? Just this beautiful world. Oh my God, poor Like they're just losing it. So tired. (laughs) And so tired and so sad. And they kind of walk up to this white picket fence and boss throws the shovel down and he's like, how's this for a bay window? Okay. Right next to the fence. And he's like, look at this beautiful view. And the dad, coach dad's like, I mean, yeah, it's great up here, but not down in the valley. I mean, it's just going to be homes cutting into the hillside. Okay. And he's like, well, you don't have to live down in the valley anymore. We're starting phase five right here. This could be your bedroom with your beautiful view. Okay. So he's trying to entice him. Yeah. And he's like, look, you're responsible for 42% of our sales, et cetera, et cetera. Wow. And nice job, exactly. coach. And they're like, we should have made you a partner a long time ago. We know it. We were wrong, but we're not losing you. And Coach just kind of like starts to like laugh almost. Yeah. He's like, I can't even, I can't even and care about this. He starts to kind of like walk by the fence and then the fence, it starts to zoom out a little bit and we see what's on the other side of the fence from them and it's gravestones. Oh no. And Coach, Him? I... I got nervous about this. I was like, what the fuck did y'all build this on? Shit. All right. So coach is like, I mean, not much room for a pool in there, eh? And the boss is like, but we own all the land. He's like, we've already made arrangements to relocate the cemetery. And coach is like, are you kidding? And he's like, isn't that sacrilegious or something? Like, Or just like rude. Yeah. Honestly. Rude. And the boss is like, I mean, it's not ancient tribal burial ground, so it's fine. It's just people. What? Besides, we've done it before. <gasps> and coach is like, when? Where? And boss says, 1976, right down there in the valley. Oh, fuck my life. And coach is like, Costa Verde? And it, this is the best fucking moment because in that moment, like, the boss is like, yeah, all 300 acres and kind of puts his his hand on his shoulder and like, like coach just like nonchalantly like brushes it off because he's like Costa Verde. Oh. Like, I don't know. It was just such a good like a great scene moment. of yeah. moment, you know, where it's like the littlest thing between their interaction. But anyway, I digress. And yeah, boss is like all 300 acres. We got quite the deal. And the coach is just like, no, 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 I, 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 I haven't heard about that before, though. Like, what, what do you, yeah. and the boss is like, I mean, it's not something we're advertising. I'm like, he's like, what are you worried about? Like, plus the people can go visit their, you know, dead family members down at blah, 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 where we're moving it, like two miles away. No big deal. Cut back to the house now. The mom is, so now, okay, now all of them are back at the house. Mom is walking through the rooms and explaining some of the experiences that are happening. Coach is there. Fire, Dr. Fire is there. Um, Mustache is there. He's filming it. Um, they're kind of walking through one room. Everyone comes through behind and then they turn waiting for someone else. And it's the lady 
who is like who the I poltergeist see. lady. Yes, I know yes. the poltergeist yes. lady. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that is Tangina. Okay. Tangina. Tangina. Okay. I can she's see her. She's super cute. Like she's, I, she. Was this her or, first thing? I No, I think she's, I don't think, I actually don't know if this is her first thing, but if you look at her IMDb, she's in. She does everything. everything. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she. But I wonder a, if this was the first thing. I mean, like this is clearly, this is still like Iconic. the biggest thing yeah. for her. Yeah. Anyway, she's adorable. Okay. I didn't know how to refer to her because I was like, do you, I'm not sure if you're going to know, but you're like, I was like, the lady, the lady, the lady, you know who she is. Tangina, Zelda Rubenstein's her name. Zelda. So she's looking around. Uh, That's her real name. I know. It's just like, of course. I had to like look her up because I didn't actually know what to call her throughout this whole thing. So I was like, her name's Tangina, apparently, but they never reference it. They never say that. That's so interesting. Um, So she's looking around and she kind of walks by them and she's like, could you hang back a little bit? You're kind of jamming my frequency. Right. So she's like a clairvoyant, basically. Okay. And we go down to the living room. We're at the bottom of the stairs. And – or no, we're in – we're starting downstairs. Okay. So – but we're at the bottom of the stairs in this moment. And you can tell that she kind of walks into that place and like starts to feel something. Mm-hmm. And so she walks by herself up the stairs. Okay. So now everyone else is still downstairs. And Coach – is skeptical. Yeah. He's like, Oh, so coach is there now too? You, that's why I said, yeah. The okay. whole, they're all there. Got it. Okay. This is later. In my brain, I was still at the, it, got it. Okay. Nope. If you play it back on the recording, I said that coach is there. I will fucking major to be you. clear that it was later times. Sorry. Later days. So Fire Lady is like, trust me, she's cleared many houses her gifts are documented etc cetera, etc cetera. and the mom is just like we haven't heard carol ann since last night oh no so tangy's upstairs and she's like why is this door locked mr freeling she's just yelling down mm-hmm. and coach is standing there silent with his eyes closed mm. and mom is like answer her coach and coach is like i am what so tangy like pokes her head out of the top of the stairs and she's like i am addressing the living and coach is like sorry sorry uh that's where our son and daughter lived and dr fire is like we think that that's the heart of the house and tangy's like this house has many hearts Uh, okay so mom now like is whispering to dad and she's like what's the matter and he's like, I was trying to answer her with my mind, and she couldn't hear me. I thought, and they're talking to Fire, right. Doctor Fire, and like he's like, I thought you said that she's extraord an extraordinary clairvoyant. And then Tangi from the top of the stairs just goes from like you can't even see yeah. her, and she's just like, I am. I just don't like trick answers. Ooh, girl, and, that's what I wrote. Tangi. I was like, Ooh, Love you, Tangi. So now it's a little bit later. They're in the living room and they're under the ceiling spot. Yeah. Tangi's real sweet. And she's like to mom, she's like, come here. She's like, give me your hand. And she's like, come down here, honey. She's like, you're going to give me whiplash. So mom like kneels down. So they're at like eye level. That's cute. And they're cute. And she's just like, she's so sweet. And she's like, your daughter is alive in this house. And the mom just starts to cry. Aww. And she's just like, <laughs> and like hugs her. Tangie asks, where was the last incident of bilocation? 
Dr. Fire points to the ceiling above them. And she says, I get the strongest feeling from the child's closet. And the mom's like, yes, yes, I, I believe that. I believe that too. So Tangie's like, I got to be, you got to be strong for me, okay? You got to be strong for me and for your daughter. She's like, I can't do anything without your faith and your love for your children. So get it together, coach. And mom is just like, I will, I will. And Tangie's like, will you do anything I ask, even if it's contrary to your beliefs as a human and a Christian? Yes. And mom is just like, yes, I promise, please. Done and done. And she gathers everyone around then. And Tangie kind of has, she really goes on a a, a thing here, but I'm going to do it for you. Oh, so, can't wait. Let's hear it. She says, there's no death, only transition to different spheres of consciousness. Carol Ann is not like those that she's with. She's a living presence in their spiritual earthbound plane. They're attracted to her life force because it's very strong and it gives a light of its own. And it's something they desperately desire but can't have anymore. And it's a terrible distraction from the real light that has finally come for them. Mm. They're not aware that they passed on. They're in this perpetual dream state. A nightmare from which they cannot wake. Inside the light is salvation. A window to the next plane. Carol Ann must help them cross over. And she will only hear her mother's voice. But she's only five. Hold on. There's one more thing. What? A terrible presence is in there with her. Oh, no. Rage and betrayal. Never sensed anything like it. It's strong enough to punch a hole in this world and take your daughter out of it. Oh, shit. And into their world. It keeps Carol Ann very close and away from the light. It lies to her, using her to restrain the others. But to her, it only is another child. What? To us, it is the beast. <gasps> beast, get out of here, beast! So to her, it looks like a, just another yeah. kid. Now let's go get your daughter. Beelzebub, get out of here! So now they're upstairs in the hallway outside the room and they're kind of prepping. And Mustache is, has a tennis ball and he's writing a number on it. Like he has a number one and a number two and different tennis balls. Um, they're like, okay, do we have the red ribbons, the handkerchiefs, the rope, and the bath water? The bath water's ready. Okay. Now, mom, call to her. Okay. So she's like, Carol Ann, it's mommy. Please tell mommy hello. And Tangie's like, try again. Mom's like, we love you. We miss you. Tangie says she's under restraint. There's many arms around her. She thinks it's safe. Oh, no, that poor baby. Quickly, who's she more threatened by, you or your husband? And they're both just like, neither. And mom's like, well, I mean, dad makes the punishments. but And he's like, that's not fair. And she's like, you can fight about it later. Dad, tell Carol Ann to answer you. So now coach is like, Carol Ann, it's daddy. And Tangie is like, is like, be cross with her. Be angry or you'll never see her again. Oh, God. So Coach is like, Carol Ann, answer me. Answer me. Tangie's like, tell her she'll get spanking. And Dad's like, come, come on now. We, we don't spank our children. And they're like, just do it. Just do just it. Just do it. So Coach is like, Carol Ann, 
you you answer your parents or you're going to get a spanking from the both of us. Oh, God. Can, Can we hear Carol Ann be like, mommy, mommy, help me. Oh, my God. So Tangina says, she's away from him. Ask about the light. And we hear Carol Ann be like, mommy, help me. Mom says, do you see a light? Carol Ann says, mommy, help me, help me. Tangina says, tell her to go to the light. Go- Question six. Do you tell her to go to the light? And does mom tell her to go to the light? Well, but the other lady told her to not go to the light. Uh. Okay, so what I'm going to say what I'm going to do first. I'm going to say, because uh, gla- uh, uh, Dr. Fire is in the room too, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, Dr. Fire, why did you tell her to not go to the light? And, and Tanji, you're telling her to go to the light. Is this the same light? Please explain. Um, but we're in a pan. We're like she's free. We need to do this quick. But it's fine. That's your answer. No, I'm okay. still going to do that. And right. then I think the mom says, "Don't go towards the light." I think she says, "Don't," because she's afraid of losing her. Um, I'm going to give you a point for you because the mom is like basically does that, but in a more dramatic way. Right. She's just like, "No," and Tangie's like, "They'll follow her," and Doctor Fire says, "It's all right. Tell her." Carol Ann's just like, help me, help me. And mommy says, run to the light, Carol Ann. Run as fast as you can. And Carol Ann says, are you in the light? Mm. And mom's just like, no. And Tangie's like, tell her you are. Tell her you and are. And mom's like, no, it's a lie. And Tangie's like, you can't choose between life and death when um, death is what's in the kitchen. <laughs> I don't know what this says. Oh, no. You can't choose between life and death when we death. Is what's in the kitchen. Wow, Kim, I'm so glad that you kept the level of drama up there. Just tell her. (laughs) I don't know what this says. It doesn't matter, probably. It was just a beautiful clairvoyant line. Sure, 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 sure. Just tell her. And mom says, run to the light. Mommy's there. I'm waiting for you. And she's just like, I hate you for this. (laughs) To Tangie. And she's like, now, Tangie says, clear your minds. It knows what scares you. Uh oh! It has from the beginning. Now open the door. No, the door to the room. The room. Fuck. They open the room. It's completely dark but windy, and it's basically like a strobe lights coming from the closet. Oh God! And it's like windy as fuck. Nothing's in there though. Right. Tangi walks in, and she yells to Stash, "Go downstairs and wait by the target." The target. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she grabs tennis ball number marked number one. Oh, 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 oh. The target Question is Question number seven. What's their plan? Their plan is to throw the ball into the the closet portal and see if the ball comes out the ceiling portal where the jewelry came out and they label them so they can identify which ball it is. Yes. So Stash is downstairs under the ceiling spot and they've kind of marked it all off. And there's, like, light electricity kind of coming from the ceiling now at this point because, like, shit's going down. And Tanji throws the ball into the closet and it's like, whoosh, and, like, almost like a flame comes out. Yeah. And it goes in. Stash now catches a tennis ball. Yeah. And it's all, like, goopy and covered in, like, jelly almost, like, in gross. Ectoplasm. Isn't that what it was in Ghostbusters? Yeah. Ectoplasm. It's totally like that. And... He yells up and he's like, it's my handwriting. He like cleans it off and sees that it's the exact ball. Yeah. So Nantanji throws ball number two in. Stash catches it. 
Tanji says, mom, give me your hand. And at this point, like when they're in the room, they're like yelling. Right. Because it's just like, Ooh. yeah. And so mom walks into the room. Tanji's like, she's out the, ma- she's at the, talking about Carolyn, she's at the mouth of the ca- the corridor. Tell her to, to step up to it or tell her to stop, not to go into the light. Okay. Because she's just trying to get all them to go through the light, but she's, she's not supposed to go herself. Right. Okay. So then mom starts yelling, don't go into the light. Don't go into the light. Dad now has a rope, this big giant rope with a red ribbon tied onto the end. And he comes in the room and Tangie's like, throw it into the light. Mm -hmm. And so he does. And Stash catches the rope on the other end. Okay. And it has the red ribbon and it's all like covered in ectoplasm. Yeah. And so they like take up the slack now. And so they like do a whole thing where they're like slowly pulling it through. Like, it's like, wow. Yeah. It's like coming through out of nowhere. It's very cool. So now Tangie's like, okay, help me tie it around the rope or help help me tie the rope around my waist. And mom's like, what are you doing? And Tangie says, I'm going in after her. And the mom is like, but she won't come to you. She doesn't know you. So question number eight, what does she decide and what do you decide? She's going to tie the rope to herself because I taught my kids never to talk to strangers. (laughs) And so I'm going to tie the rope to myself and ask for instructions from Tangie. Oh, and that's what you're—that's what you're doing. <sighs> oh fuck! I'm having problems because it's me alive, her alive. Well, no, I am. I'm gonna go myself. No, no, I'm gonna send Tangie in because Tangie knows what the fuck she's doing. I'm going to. Tell I'm gonna describe Tangi to Carolan because I can clearly communicate with Carolan. Carolan, I'm gonna say you're gonna see a cute little lady. She looks like this. I know I told you not to talk to strangers, but I want you to take her hand, okay? And I'm gonna be on the other side. She's gonna bring you to me. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what you're doing. Yeah, and she the, and she goes in herself. Okay. I like Yay! that plan. That's a good plan. Yeah. But she's like, she won't come to you. Let me go. And Tangie's like, you've never done this before. And mom yeah. says, neither have you. <laughs> and Tangie's just like, Fair you're enough. right. <laughs> you go. <laughs> Tangie ain't no fool. At that moment, coach tries to go too, but they need someone strong to hold the sure. rope, et cetera, et cetera. So they tie the rope around mom. The parents now like stand, like it's that really beautiful moment where like they're backlit from like the light of the closet, mm-hmm. the strobe light of the closet. And they're just like standing there like, I love you. I love you. And they kiss. Dr. Fire now goes downstairs with Stash and she's, and Tangie's like, when I say pull, you pull the rope down, but only when I say so. Okay. So mom walks into the closet. Shit. And like, as she's starting to walk in, she's like to, to coach she's like don't let go and he's like never Mm. and so she goes whoosh electric fire flame into the portal and dad now is like so he's holding the top of the rope and it's like windy as fuck and tangy's behind him and he's like how will we know and she's got her when will we know tangy doesn't answer (gasps) she starts yelling now Cross over, my children. All are welcome. Go into the light. And dad is like, no, 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 no. You said no. And she says, peace and and serenity are in the light. And dad is like, but you said don't go into the light. And he's like, 
Diane, Diane, mom, mom. And question number nine, what does he do and what do you do? He he goes in after them to try to get them to not go into the light. I'm going to still stay. I'm I'm going to hold my hand over Tangie's mouth and I'm going to be like, don't don't listen to her. Don't go into the light. Mom, get Tangie. I mean, get Carol Ann and bring her out. Don't worry about going into the light. Don't listen. Don't listen to Tangie. She's she's so wait, crazy. You're I'm coach and you're. I'm okay. not going to go in. I'm going to eat it. But like you're holding on to the rope of like life force. So like I so just I don't wanna, have another like, hand. I'm just like how yeah. are you covering her hand is my question. I'm just asking realistically. Because I'm very, very strong. I'm coach and she's a little, little tiny person. <laughs> that is how I'm doing it. I'm going to wrap but it around she's my behind arm. you. Yeah. It's windy. There's strobe lights. There's a portal monster. I hear in front you. Of you. A portal monster. I'm but if saying, I let go of, okay. no, I'm going to figure out how to wrap it around my wrist and really hold okay. on to it there. Okay. And I'm going to shut Tangie the fuck up. Okay. And I'm going to be like, I think this bitch is going nuts. I think she has ulterior motives. I think she has the polter flu. Just get Carol Ann and get out of here. Don't worry about that light. That light's not your problem. <laughs> she has the polter flu. Um, <laughs> you get zero points. Stop. I don't think that would I don't think that's a good idea and okay. that's not what he does. He okay. freaks out and he starts pulling back on the rope. Pulling he starts pulling back them on back the out. I hear you. And Tangie's like, "Coach, not yet, not yet." And he's just freaking out and he's like, "Mom, mom." And he starts pulling and as he's pulling this huge monster face that's the size of the closet but it's just a skeleton face ah! comes out at him directly like in his face. Peels it's him like up. and he's just like and then it goes back in and dad drops the rope no and so we cut to downstairs because he like freaks out and the rope like dropped out of his hands and we go back to downstairs and the rope is pulling and we see something coming through and it's body size and it's mom it's mom it's mom and she's holding Carol Ann she's holding Carol Ann and they fall to the floor and they're covered in um, ectoplasm ectoplasm jelly and dad comes running down the stairs and he's like no no and Tangie is like, get them into the bathwater, get them into the bathwater. So Stash, Mustache and Dad carry them into the bathwater and they're holding there, but they're like passed out. And so Dad is just like wiping their faces and he's like, come on, breathe. Oh, oh God. Come on, breathe. Come on. Just, just take a breath. Come on, baby. Just, just take a breath and then take a breath. <gasps> Mom breathes and she opens her eyes. And Carol Ann is in her arm still. And they're like, come on, baby. Come on, sweet pea. Sweet pea, it's daddy. Come on. And Carol Ann slowly opens her eyes. <gasps> and she looks up. Hi, daddy. Oh, baby. And they're all just hugging and kissing. Oh. The other, like, scientists and everyone, like, go out into the hallway and kind of, like, give them their privacy and close the door. So it's... Dr. Fire and Tangie and Stash has been film is now filming this. And so they are in the hallway and the camera's on Tangie and he's filming Tangie and she takes off her glasses. And this is a bonus question. Okay. Because she says this iconic line. Oh, I don't know. This is why it's a bonus. Yeah, it's I don't like, know. I couldn't... What is it? This house is clean. Oh, okay. I do remember that. And then we hear happy music. I don't think I knew that. that I've heard that line. I don't think I knew it was from that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Just like the, they're here. Yeah, they're here. Yeah. This house is clean. So 
cut to now, it's like happy music, and then cut to daytime moving boxes. The <laughs> family is, is packing up outside. Out of there. They're... Um, Boy, bye. All there. Dana's talking about how she's going to her friends for dinner tonight. And she's like, are we sleeping here? And she's like, the mom is like, I guess not. So just come home right after dinner. Dad wants us to stay at the the Holiday Inn tonight. And she, Dana kind of like, then like grabs her, like a part of her mom's hair. And she's like, are we going to do anything about this gray? And, and mom is like, oh, I don't know. I thought it was kind of like punk rock. Oh, she's got like a streak. She has like a streak now. Cute. And so Coach is carrying some boxes and tripping over shit. And the rents, the parents kind of have a moment down by the moving truck. And Coach is just like, how are you doing? Mm. And mom's like, I'm, I'm good. She's like, I feel a little hungover. Yeah. And like, I've, I've been asleep for days, but, you know, I feel good. And they look over and Carol Ann's like playing with a little doll. Baby. And just like, you know, she kind of like looks over at them and smiles and like waves the little doll hand Aww. at them. And mom is like, she doesn't seem to remember any of it. Thank God. Yeah. And so coach is like, I got to go to my office, clean up a few things there, but I'm going to be back. He's like, we're leaving tonight for sure. And mom's like, how's uh, how's boss taking it? And he's like, well, he won't take go to hell for an answer, but um, <laughs> I'm going to give him some directions. Yeah. <laughs> and so Carol Ann then is like smiling and the rents. Oh, the parents then have a really key moment because they're staring at each other, but they don't they just mouth. I love you, mm. one to the other. They're like, I love you, I love you, but don't even say it. Like That's out loud. So they're sweet. just like it's very cute. And then Carol like dad leaves and Carol comes Caroline comes up and like hugs mom. So now it's like later that night, most of the stuff is like out of the house, but mom is upstairs and she's reading hair dye instructions. Oh, <laughs> keep it, girl. Keep it. I know, girl. I Fucking love it. Live it. Live yeah. your life. Express yourself. Yeah. Punk rock. You earned it. Um, you earned it. <laughs> and she actually goes to the kids' room, door is closed, and she listens outside, but it's just the kids playing and Ugh. like kind of like fighting with each other, normal kind of yeah. shit. And she smiles and she goes into the bathroom and starts the tub. And then she comes into the kids' room. She's in a robe now. And uh, there's like the two beds are there and like. Because, oh, dad had been like, oh, like, I'm going to be back later. But if the kids, like, conk out, like, let them sleep, mm-hmm. we're going to leave tonight, though. Right. You know, but so, like, their I'll beds are kind of there. The, yeah. Exactly. And then, like, a couple toys. And that fucking clown happens to be one of them. Jesus Barf. Christ. And I'm like, could that have not just, yeah, just been sucked into the portal of hell and never come back? Go into the light, clown. Go into the light. (laughs) Dear Mr. Clown and all clowns, could you please go go into into the the light? light. (laughs) (laughs) So mom's in her robe and she's like, guys, I'm going to be in the bath for a little bit. Just answer the phone for me. And, you know, can you tuck yourselves in? And they're just kind of like still Mm -hmm. fighting, playing, whatever, you know, have the little rolly phone. And she's like, can you? you talk yourselves in and they're like hello and they're like oh yes yes and she's like okay good night good night and it's mm-hmm. cute and it's like kisses goodbye and mom now is like in the tub and the doggy sitting outside from Hi, her doggy. just like laying down and guarding it so the kids get in the bed and Robbie sees the clown sitting in its normal fucking chair yeah. at the end of his stupid fucking bed. And Robbie's like, get the fuck out of here, clown. And he's like, ugh. And so he grabs his jacket and he like just throws it over it, but it like 
falls off, like right. the jacket falls off. Yeah. And so he's just like, Ugh. but, and it's like, it has like little bells on it too. So it's just like Jingle that jangles. thing where it's just like, tinkle, tinkle. Like right. just, ugh, I hate it. It's I hate worst. it so much. Yeah. So he just lays down. Carol Ann has this doll next to her that's like head is not connected. I'm not sure if it's the same doll she was just playing with earlier. Like, I don't even know if this is supposed to be a creepy thing or it's just like a creepy kid thing. Yeah, like, it's a creepy kid. Carol Ann's like, not, I just yeah. hung out with Beelzebub for months. Yeah, so I don't like whatever. I don't even know if this is from the polter flu or just because she's yeah. a fucking creepy kid. So like, well, she's a kid, right? So she's creepy. So she's creepy. <laughs> so the doll's next to her, but the head is like not connected to it. Like, right. Like the doll and then the head's above it. And so she like just looks over and she like slowly connects the two of them. <laughs> like the creepy head back down to the doll. And then she like snuggles up, starts to go to sleep, grabs the, like the doll, turns over. So the head just falls off. Anyway. <laughs> and yeah. then we cut to the mom and she's just like fucking in the tub yeah like fucking relaxing it's like a very long shot yeah of just like her laying in the fucking tub i would and not I'm be like, able to decompress in that house i would not be able to do it i i don't know i maybe I she's guess. just like yeah i mean so that's desperately true i think tired, they're just like Fuck. yeah i just don't know like, that i'd be able to do it she's just like ugh so robbie's sleeping now and ears and like a little bit of a noise so he kind of like opens his eyes a little and he sits up and he looks and the clown is gone fuck question 10 what do you do and what does he do that fucking clown's gone mm-hmm. what does he do and what do you do you're robbie he fuck my life because part of me wants to be like, bye. <laughs> Good riddance. I'm going to check on Carol Ann and make sure that the clown is not in bed with Carol Ann. Because that's all I care about right now. Like, I'm like, fucking creepy clown, whatever. We're getting out of this house. I just need to make sure that all of my family is together and that there's not a fucking haunted, creepy Beelzebub clown with my sister. That's all I can care about. I think he goes and looks in the closet and sees if the portal is opened again in the closet. I'm going to give you zero points. Fuck! I think you need to be maybe more concerned than just Carol Ann. Really? Like, get some outside help. Fuck. Because you've also been, like, almost sucked into a tree. Like, your life hasn't been great either. No, it hasn't. So, and he does not do either of those things. Okay. He... Realizes the clown is gone, so he starts kind of looking around. He's sitting in bed still. Okay. He starts, like, looking around. He honestly has, like, the most normal kid reaction of just mm-hmm. being, like, looking around. Where it's like, what and the And then fuck? so he, like, looks down on one side of the bed. Uh-huh. He looks down on the other side of the bed, and the sheet's covering to the bottom. So he lifts the sheet up. There's nothing there. He sits back up. Clown is behind him. No. Clown is behind him and it reaches its super long arm around his neck and just starts tying itself around its neck. And the clown is just like, ha, ha, ha. No. (laughs) And drags him under the bed. Carol Ann sits up. Mom Uh, is in her room blow drying her hair. I'm so tired. And she's just wearing like a super long like t-shirt basically. as like a nightgown kind of thing. So she's blow drying her hair so she doesn't hear anything. And she's just like brushing her Never hair. Never blow dry your hair. You Survival can't hear anything. Uh, 
I'm never blow drying my hair. I'm actually always scared when I'm blow drying my hair. Me too. Yeah. And washing my face. I'm like, what's behind me? I know Kim, I, Kim hates washing her own face because she's so afraid of what's it's like behind. The mo- it's just such a vulnerable It is. Moment. It is. Yeah. And it's the exact moment that you lift your face and then something's in the in mirror. In the mirror. Yeah. No, Hello. I get it. So that's why my face is so dirty all the time. <laughs> Don't judge me, people. <laughs> Don't judge my dirty face, fuckers. I'm just trying to stay alive. Kim washes her face with her eyes wide open and a mirror behind <laughs> her as well. And just like never closes her eyes as I she washes her face. have like evolved into amphibian eyes now. I can like just keep them wide open in, in, in water at all times. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. So... She's just like brushing her hair and she even just like pushes herself and just like kind of like lays back. Like she doesn't like get into bed, but she just like lays her head down on the pillow and like closes her eyes. Right. I think she's fucking tired. Uh, Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired too. Yeah. I I thought this This was This is exhausting. I did too. Didn't we end this already? Yes. Robbie's under the bed fighting the clown. clown and he's just like you're not real you're not real and Damn he's like it. mom 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 opens her eyes she tries to sit up something pushes her back down god damn it and it starts to like lift up her shirt and so her panties are like exposed and so she starts pulling her shirt down and then something is like holding her arms down onto the bed and she's bouncing up and down (gasps) now up and down her whole body and she's like help me help me and she grabs at the headboard above her and then her legs start to like fly up to the wall and now she flips up she's onto the wall the side of the wall and she's rolling up the wall and she's like no 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 back to Robbie and he's just fighting the clown he's like you're not real you're not real mom is now rolling across the fucking ceiling oh my god um you know I hate ceiling you rolls, hate, but this one is different you hate ceiling is, rolls as well I hate ceiling rolls too I don't want to be crawled or rolled I don't want to be on the ceiling I belong on the ground Kim wants to be on I the floor like gravity and the ground please don't put me on the ceiling and she's just like let me go let me go Robbie gets up now and he throws the clown onto the bed and he's like, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you too. And the closet clown. door slowly starts to open and Fuck wind my life. starts Fuck to blow. My life. And Carol Ann is now just sitting up staring at the closet. Mom is sliding down the wall on the other side of the room now and she's like, Robbie, Carol Ann, run, run. Now Robbie is just tearing the clown to bits (laughs) go Robbie (laughs) and things start to be now sucked into the closet the chair is pulled into the closet but then the door shuts back to mom she's out of the room and into the hallway and her door shuts back to the kids room the closet the door is shut but light is shining through and now through the cracks and like a slimy goopiness starts coming through the cracks. Oh no. And Robbie now runs to the main door of their room yeah. and he tries to open it but it and won't open and he's like mom mom fuck mom is out in the hallway outside and she tries to go to the door but there's like a light around it that like electrocutes her back. Jesus. Robbie's trying to get out and the closet is just filling with like more goop and more light. And in the hallway, this giant skeleton dog <gasps> monster is standing outside the doorway, no! like light 
dog skeleton monster staring at mom like blocking her from the doorway and it just starts roaring at her and like wind is blowing and she's like caroline robbie run run and she's like ah she's like don't touch my babies oh god and she's like no and she like is like stumbles and like falls and rolls all the way down the fucking stairs god she immediately gets back up to try to go back up the stairs and she's electrocuted back (gasps) Question 11, where does she go next and where do you go next? Uh, I'm going to go to the hole in the bottom where the jewelry fell out and try to get in that way and go through the closet, come out that way and save the kids. Because I've already seen that there's some sort of portal that direction. Uh Or is that tree still there? I I think so. Okay. That's like... I wrote down that it got taken away during yeah. the tornado, but but it didn't. I actually, maybe, maybe it did actually. Okay. I think it's gone. Okay, I think some of the roots are there. So that's what I'm gonna do. What does she do? Is it something that I have seen before, or no? It's kind of just one of our normal questions. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I want to give it away. Okay. Uh, all right. So that's what I do. I'm gonna try and circumvent the the polter flu and I'm going to get okay. myself a step ladder and go up that way. Yeah. She does go s- somewhere. Yeah. That we've seen before. Okay. For sure. She or tries to is going to go try to go through the TV. I'm going to give you zero points again. I'm Fuck sorry. My life. <laughs> Cause she had just tried to run up the stairs and gets electrocuted yeah. back. So she yeah. goes to the front door. Why? But she gets electrocuted back from that, actually, because she just she starts screaming now. She starts to run to the front door and she's like, help me, somebody, somebody help me. She gets electrocuted back from that. But the kids room now, um, more goop, more light. Carol Ann is just like sitting and staring from her bed and she goes, no more. Oh, God, I know, sweet baby. No more. And the light now starts to break through the doorway. It starts to like break through the wood oh, of no. the door and like cracking through it. Mom has now gotten outside and she's running through the backyard. It's now pouring rain. So it's all like muddy and dark and shit. Again, it's nighttime. And she's like, Mr. Neighbor, Mr. Neighbor and runs to their house. And she's like, help, please, somebody help. And she's like, runs back like through the yard and she slips into the muddy pool hole (gasps) and slides down into the fucking pool and it's like a muddy deep end so now she's in the deep end of the pool right sliding around in the muddy fucking water and she comes up from under the water there's a skeleton next to her and she's like "Ah!" and she turns there's (gasps) another skeleton and she's like it's and the, she 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 it's the <laughs> it's just Kedrin's just pointing it's the at them. Gra- they're digging up bodies in the graveyard. <laughs> so she swims away from them and she gets to like the um she's trying to like climb up the the slant of the pool uh-huh. and a coffin comes up out of the ground. God damn it. It opens up and a skeleton falls out. So she's climbing up the muddy pool. She's almost at the top. She's almost she's grabbing into slippery slippery slippity slip slip. She's grabbing and grabbing and she's like ah she slides back down god damn it to the pool of skeletons no, i don't want to like, be here ah, she's just surrounded by skeletons this in the water kim this sucks like, no it's exhausting i'm so tired i'm so tired um this is how are you gonna stay alive i don't Kedrin? know how are you gonna stay alive i'm gonna take because a nap. there's skeletons everywhere and there's just more and more Ugh. and she grabs a big tree root now on the side of the pool and she starts to climb up it and she grabs to the top and uh, 
arm grabs her from above and she's like, ah! Question 12, who is it? Dad. Coach Dad. No. It's Mr. Neighbor. Mr. Oh, Mr. Right. and Mrs. Neighbor. Okay. So they heard her screaming and they come and they're like, um, have an umbrella and they're grabbing her, but they see the skeletons. fucking skeletons yeah. everywhere. And behind them, the kids' room is the light, is the window right above. And it's just like lightning flickering and shit and Robbie screaming. And Mrs. Neighbor is like, your children. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need some help? <laughs> and she, neighbor lady's like, "What? What sound is that?" She's like, "It's the polter and flu." Mom just like finally gets up and she's like, "I've got to help them." She's like, "Help me, help me!" And she starts pulling them like towards inside with her. Question thirteen: Do they go in? And do you go in if you're the neighbor? No, no, I I do not go in, and they don't go in either. I call the cops. Yay! I mean, if you're going to stay alive. Yeah, I'm not going in there. You got to be ruthless. Yeah. Jesus, fuck. I just pulled some lady out of a skeleton pool. This poor lady whose kids are inside. I'm not going to. You're I'm a gonna, monster. I'm going to call the police. Uh. <laughs> and uh, But yeah, like she's pulling in Mr. Neighbor and, and Mrs. Neighbor is just like, no, 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 no. Don't go with her. I have a casserole in the oven. Because they're like, she's just fucking losing her mind so mom's back inside now she runs up the stairs and she's like get away from my babies and she's outside the kids room and the doorway is just like glowing or no she's actually she's in the hallway but like the doorway's glowing and the room starts to get farther and farther (gasps) away it does that thing where the hallway gets really fucking long yeah and she's limping at this point because of falling into the fucking pool and she just starts like limping and running she just starts running and running and running and running and running until she's finally at the door and she opens the door and her legs immediately get like flown into the room and she holds on to the like the, the the doorway. Yeah. So she's like the the suckage is happening again. So she's yeah. basically it's like the best suckage thing. Where it's is like, right. This, <laughs> this whole thing is suckage. Suckage. Polter flu suckage. <laughs> so it's like she opens the door and immediately her legs fly into the air. Yeah. And the kids are also holding on to Carol Ann's bed. Also legs in the air. Everyone being sucked into the closet. So Carol Ann's bed is the closest to the doorway. So it's like mom, Robbie, Carol Ann, all legs in the air, just sideways. Right. Just Superman pose. Yeah. In the fucking air. Sure. Being pulled toward the closet. So the closet is no longer a door or a closet. It's just a giant Portal. goopy hole. Goopy hole. Goopy hole. Cool. Like it looks like a tube at the water park basically <laughs> tube at the wa- oh, but oh, that's oh, yeah, yeah. Goopy, goopy and roaring and growling and kind of breathing and alive that sounds like not a fun water park like i don't want to go to that yeah, water no. park i don't think i want to go down that no slide. thank you um yeah. lifeguard is I, that slide safe nope it is not am it i tall enough limits. i'm too i'm too short i'm too short, I'm too short? okay yep. nope, great can't go cool so question 14 your mom. Ugh, I'm so tired. What do you do? What does she do? How do you save your kids? I'm going to keep holding on to the wall. I'm going to hope that my adrenaline mom strength kicks in. That thing that you hear about moms who like lift cars off right. their kids. I'm really going to like tap into that. I'm going to be like, I believe that this is where this happens for me. And I'm going to hold on with one hand and then I'm going to try and reach Carol Ann's hand and I'm going to tell when I have Carol Ann, I'm going to tell Carol Ann to reach out for Robbie and I'm going to try and pull them away. I don't know that I have another fucking option other than that. Right. Ooh, unless 
change that. That's what she does. Okay. I am going to instruct Carol Ann to grab my feet so that I can have both hands still on the thing. Okay. And then tell Robbie to grab her feet. I just feel like that gives us more like sturdiness. And then I can use my both of my hands to kind of crawl out of the room to shut the ectoplasm door. So she uses her hand. I'm going to tell them to grab my feet. Okay. You've got to be kidding me. No, you get at least one. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to give you one. Okay. That is what she does. Okay. Yeah. And I I, I think you were right the first time that that is probably your only. Uh, Yeah. I don't think I have another option. Option. Because, yeah. Well, then why don't I get a point? Because you changed your idea. No, I didn't. I'm just going to have her. uh, They're going to grab my feet. Yeah, I know. But I don't think that'll work. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear why it won't work, bitch. (laughs) Well, A, that will make your chain so much vertically longer, which you're like getting very close to goop hole by that point. Okay. And B, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like it, it, it is, it makes more sense actually for you be able to at least have one of their hands to fucking pull them in. Okay. Um, instead of like relying on making sure that they can hold hold each other's like, I don't know. That's why I was debating maybe giving you a half a point. I think I should get a half a point. I'll give you half a point. I really do. Yeah. Even though, you know what? I've got a bone to pick with you. Okay. Because in the last episode, yeah. I should have fought for one of those points. Which one? So much. When the fucking boyfriend, after they do like the the talking about um, strangulation or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, what do I do? And I'm like, get the fuck out of the house. And you're like, no, you should stay and ask more questions. You should. You literally said that I should go up the stairs and go talk to Lena more instead of leaving the house. You're like, I think that would keep you alive because it's a, you know, this is a life or death situation. The girl should be in trouble. And I was like, fuck the girl. I didn't fight for it. I didn't fight for it okay. enough. I usually fight more. But I was like, you literally tell me to go upstairs instead of out the front door. I, and I was like, you are incorrect, bitch. I, okay. I still would I'm stand up for it. Nope. We can talk. Let's talk about this in a postmortem. Right. Well, because I have a reason for that, which I'll tell you about in a postmortem. Go ahead. There's, it, it, I listened again. It doesn't make sense. I, I'll fight with you we'll later. We'll talk about it. Yeah. <sighs> I'm we'll sorry you had to hear this. <laughs> it doesn't mean we love you any less. <laughs> we still love each other and we love you. Nothing has changed. <laughs> we're just we're just having a little mommy mommy fight right now. <laughs> so uh la 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 la. Mom actually gets kind of uh, half of her body to be out. It seems like the pull is like directly once you're in the room, mm-hmm. sort of. So she gets her body to be kind of like outside the doorway, actually. And so she no gets her pull. feet on the floor. Gotcha. She gets her fucking feet on the floor and she has her arm still inside. And mm-hmm. she's like, Robbie, give me your hand. Grab your sister's hand. And then they family link chain. Okay. And they. The old family the old link chain. The old family link chain. And they're, but it's like they're reaching and reaching and reaching. Like at first, like he can't reach her hand. They do, sure. et cetera, et cetera. Because it's a movie. Um, yes. And so um, she's just like, God help me. And they all get pulled into the hallway. At this moment, dad pulls up in the station wagon. <laughs> nice oh, to see you, dad. Coach. coach dad comes up in. We're even coach Actually, dad. Sorry, excuse me. Not with the station wagon. They're in Boss's car. Boss ah. is driving him back. Okay. And they pull up and see the lights of the house going cray And it looks like a merce. And 
coach immediately gets out and runs to the front door. And in that exact moment, the family opens the front door and a coffin comes up in between them. Sure. So they can't get to each other. Yeah. In the fucking walkway. Jesus. And they all start screaming. And coach is like, this is what happens when you build houses on a graveyard, you idiot. <laughs> and mom is like, coach, help us. And the door slams shut. Slams shut. Yep. Slam shuts. Slams slam shuts. shuts. It slams shuts. The door slams shut. <laughs> another coffin pops up and another one. They're all around him. Too many coffins. Boss gets out of his car now and it's just like, what's happening? It doesn't look good. Fam, the family's running to the kitchen door inside the house and more coffins come up through the kitchen and skeletons. The coffins open. There's skeletons. There's coffins everywhere. Outside, Coach grabs his boss and screams at him because what does he realize? Which you've already realized. You this built is question my number house 15. on a graveyard, you dick. He's like, you son of a bitch. You moved the cemetery, but you left the bodies, didn't you? You, you son of a bitch. You left the bodies and only moved the headstones. Why? Why? <laughs> Family has now reached, gotten outside. They're in the backyard. Coffins popping up everywhere. They're like, coach, coach. They run out to the front. They all get into the station wagon with the dog. Coach is struggling. He's just like, where are the keys? Where are the keys? They're like, come on, dad. Come on, We gotta go. Start the car. (laughs) Fucking hotwire the car, (laughs) They're all just like freaking out. (laughs) And he starts the car. And as he like turns the car on, a coffin like comes to the fence in front of them oh, and a skeleton f- shakes out of the coffin and like onto the front windshield. He immediately backs up into the street. At that exact moment, Dana pulls up from in a fucking T-bird or some like, shit from nice. like a boy. And she sees the lights. She actually, no, she sees the lights in the house. She gets out and she just stands in the middle of the street and is like, What's happening? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> and she must be da- so mad. Dad is like, Dana, get in the car. And Dana's just standing there like freaking out. <laughs> and <laughs> Robbie, Robbie's in the back seat now. And he's such a he's such a Sammy because he's just like, drive away, Dad. Drive away. Just drive. Like, just, just drive. drive. Just like, drive. Dana hasn't gotten in the car yet. He's just like. Just drive away, Dad. Just drive away. Like, he's just She'll figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) And Dana's just, like, screaming in the street. She finally gets in. Get it together, Dana. And, like, shit's just happening in the streets around them. Like, a car next to them, like, flips over because a coffin had popped up. Oh, my God. Like, the fire um, water fountain fire things fire fire hydrant. hydrants are popping water is coming up everywhere like neighbors are coming out into the streets and stuff they start to drive away and robbie's just like or no robbie's like the house is coming and dad's like don't look back don't look back and the house starts like growling kind of sure they drive away boss now is like covered in dirt and just like looking up at the house and it starts like just lights are flickering everywhere and it's like and it's like whoosh wind is flowing and it like whooshes out to him it like knocks the boss over the windows all start like cracking and it actually starts collapsing into (gasps) itself oh my god like it's all the entire house is getting sucked in oh shit into the fucking whole light ectoplasm ectoplasm slide yeah until it's absolutely nothing jesus christ and the boss stares up at it and starts crying 
And this is really going to affect the resale value. (laughs) Phase five. What about phase five? (laughs) The family is now just driving through the rain and they pass a sign that says, you are now leaving Costa Verde. Goodbye. They get to a Holiday Inn. And it's one of those more like motel looking places where the hallway isn't like inside. It's going to be like the outside. And the whole family's just looking rough. Yeah. Rough and pretty, pretty tired. (laughs) They're just slow walking down the hallway together, like towards a room on like the upstairs of like a motel place. And they all go into the room. They have dog. Eva's still alive. And dad's the last one. He kind of looks around outside and then shuts the door and goes in. And we just kind of sit on that motel for a little bit. Okay. The door opens back up and dad wheels the TV out into the hallway and leaves it out there (laughs) and goes back in and closes the door. And we slow zoom out and hear that same happy family suburban music. The end. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just need a nap. Oh my God. I know. I'm going to take a nap while you count my points. Even while I was watching, I was like, it gets to that moment where you think it ends. Yeah. And then I was like, there's still so much time. What's there's so much. I'm so stressed. I'm, I'm so, so tired. I'm so tired. Okay. Oh my God. Hey guys, this is Kat and Kim, and we just want to let you know about our brand new Patreon we just launched. You can find us at www.kimandcatstayalive.com. And you'll also find merch on there. Check out our merch store and follow us on social media at KKSamPodcast. We love you. Bye. Okay. Have I, did I, am I cured of the polter flu? I'm not sure. Oh, fuck. You got... I didn't do great. 16 and a half out of 34 points. That's rough sauce. You're That's less than 50%. a little fluey. Yeah. I, it's, it's a rough one. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Your favorite thing... Dead or Alive's... Did you did you wrong today? I think you've I think you've cursed me. I'm, like I think I'm overthinking think it now. You fucking polterflued me. I polterflued you. Yeah, because now it, like everybody's get your alive, vaccine, bitch. Oh, fuck, because everybody's yeah, alive. That's what fucked you. Everyone Everyone's is alive, alive, and you only said that two were alive. Yeah, you only kept mom and Doctor Fire alive. Yeah, I got fucked. Else you said was dead. I got fucked. This is I think the first horror movie we've done where nobody dies. Uh, no, April Fools was like this. I think too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. Nobody, nobody's exactly. dead. Oh, fuck. I'm so tired. I know. Isn't that stressful? I'm like stressed. Yeah. D- so not to be a downer, but isn't the little girl who played Carol Ann dead? Yeah. Something happened on like the, apparently like we can do this in a postmortem. This would be really fun. Actually, there was some um, cursing happening. There was crazy shit that happened on the set okay. of this. And then I think during the filming of Poltergeist 3, I think she died. <gasps> But I don't think, I think she died from like, I want, I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I want to say like lupus or something. Like, I think she yeah, like had a thing. Yeah, that's something like that. So um, the reason but that But still, like, I think on all the sets, like, 
or and I think actually but maybe someone else died too like it's something there's a lot of shit that yeah. happened with the making of the poltergeist movies and not just the first one there's a I'll do that for postmortem yeah. that'll be fun yeah that'll be great but yeah I think she died yeah because I I was I've gone I think I told you this I went back into like the le- the the archives of my favorite murder which is if you guys like our podcast they are our inspiration in honor of their book coming out right. and in one of the episodes that I haven't finished listening to, she starts talking about like cursed movie sets and she mentions right. Poltergeist. Yes. But like I haven't right. listened to it again, which I'm glad because I didn't know you were doing Poltergeist. Which means it must have been about a murder then too. So yeah. Yeah. Like something the girl like plays that. Carol Ann didn't die from a murder, I don't right. think. But I there think must she be died from something being sick. that happened. So yeah, do that um, in a postmortem. Yeah. There's but there I think there was stuff that happened on the set that was like creepy and shit. Okay. Was Oof. that so fucking it was good? So good. That was a doozy, guys. It's a real doozy. I feel like it's very good. It's really good. It's I now I'm excited faces. to like watch it now because I now I've been like actively avoiding so many yeah. horror movies that I haven't seen. You should watch this one because it's fun. And yeah, it's so sweet. They're so good. Like I cared so much. Well, it's Steven Spielberg. Like he I gives a shit so about his characters. Like for and sure. Everyone was like so sweet. That's probably why everyone stays alive yeah. too. Like at the end, you know I what I mean? Love it. Um, but like. The mom and dad are so good. I love it. They're just like, well, thanks, Barnsley. They care so much. And then I care. And I care. And then use care. We I, care about use. Use guys all cares. <laughs> all right. So, I'm going to go like yeah. t- take a nap and ha- and have a drink. Okay. And a, Let's and a do that. Smoke. I think yeah, like I, mean, I can't. We got to figure something out. Yeah. So I guess. Oh, I, I'm also like follow us on the things. Yeah. We're at KK Sam podcast. On um, all the all the social meds. If you could write us a review that'll help with the algorithms mm-hmm. and more people will find us and that would be cool. Or like share us with people who think you would like it. Do that. Share us with people. That would so, be awesome. Um, but we love you. We love you. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, this has been Kim and Kat. Stay alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay, stay alive. alive. Vaccinate against polter flu. Goodbye. <laughs>